This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we've got a listener-sponsored review of Mike Judge's 2006 comedy, Idiocracy, plus the first trailer for Miss Marvel on Disney Plus is here. Geek boner! Is a Daredevil season four being developed? Early reactions are out for Moon Knight and Morbius and their opposite reactions. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, March 21st. 2002. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Why? I don't know. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy Crabs out there. Let's give it up. Hello, listener. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we deliver comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's a nerd. And joining us recently appointed to our government as Secretary of the Interior, it's Rugboy Camacho. What's up, Secretary Ruggs? Glad yes, to have I, you here. I plan to put electrolytes everywhere. It's what plants crave. It's you, what everybody you, craves. You gotta put it in. Uh, this is gonna be a fun show. Here's why, guys. The day this show publishes will be Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. The very first episode of the Jock and Nerd Podca- podcast, podcast came out. March 23rd, 2015. Oh, shit. Happy seventh anniversary, fuckers. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? Well, it's not my anniversary. Okay, it's mostly for (laughs) me and and Anthony. We've been married since 2015. Seven years, wow. The seven year itch. Uh, it's not time to get a divorce. Listen, it's been. Do you think we, do you think podcasts age in dog years? Oh, maybe. So it's only been one. So we're like have you learned anything this past seven years, Anthony? From you? I don't know, just about uh, in general, in podcasting. I don't know. Have we learned anything at no, all? No, I think we suck. Yeah. We didn't <laughs> learn. <laughs> it's literally been seven years of this. Get yeah. boner. Oh, shit. Just like dumb uh, shit like we, this. We're, we're, we, we use a, what, what do you call it? A, a soundboard. It's a soundboard. As if we're like, as if we're. 1990s radio shock jocks. Yeah, what is this? Howard Stern in the mid 90s? Yeah, what is going on? Uh, yeah, You're keeping the dream alive. It's a style. I told you, my, <laughs> I stop at 1999. Anything after that uh, is irrelevant to me. My humor stops there. My references stop there. Were you hiding in a basement during Y2K? Uh, you seem like no. the type of guy that would have been really freaked out about. No, I thing. wanted to sell gallons of water that said Y2K safe water on the corner. I was going to do that and see how many idiots picked that up. But I didn't do that. But I maybe I was I winced a little bit as the clock, you know, turned and just like <laughs> prepared for a second. And then nothing happened. I mean, nothing was going to happen. Yeah, that's, that's how it goes I may sometimes. have puckered my asshole for like 30 seconds. As the clock was ticking, you do that every night. But I, yeah, yeah you got to do your exercises. It's yeah, part, it's butt kegels. It's part, it's butt CrossFit. I, I think the most different thing is that Anthony's now old. Yeah, that's my favorite part <laughs> of us turning seven. Is now he's like the age almost I was when we started. No, that's not yeah. true. But I am older. Yeah, you're, I'm you're definitely- closer. <laughs> 
there are uh it's like young whippersnappers now uh you know yeah i've been at your it, heels i mean the sh- the whole concept of the show was whatever the hell you are in a millen- uh so a baby boomer and a millennial uh, yeah a gen xer gen x and a right. millennial not baby, not, oh, baby not baby boomer, boomer. Uh, that's is, before me i'm not that right. old i look that old and, and now you you can't really say i mean you could say that but that's not the opposing opinion anymore. No, I love it because you are closer to us now than you are them uh, being the young whippersnappers. It's fantastic. Yeah, but I still hang out with them. Yeah. You the, only time I get, I only, the only time I hang out with people like you and you of your ilk, you and your ilk are Monday nights between 730 Central and 10 <laughs> and o'clock. And not even in person, just no. on the computer. That's by design. I don't want to be with you. That's how we've remained friends <laughs> for seven years. Otherwise, <laughs> this would have fallen apart a long time ago. Anyways, for the listeners, been with us a year, a month, all seven years. Thanks for hanging out and sticking around and joining a group and supporting the show. And I, I blacked out for six of those years. So I don't know what happened and how the show gets made every day, every week, every day. That would suck. Uh, every week, terrible. but it but it does. So here's to we're entering year eight. It's like you don't really know want to know this podcast how the sausage is made. You just eat it, and you yeah, yeah. It. yeah it's that, a that, that's the show. I think the beauty is that it is only once a week. Because if it was every day, then I don't think we'd be doing this. Anymore. Listen, no. the listener is literally consuming a little bit of my DNA. I would have gone to Imran's house and lit it on fire if we had to do this every day. <laughs> and speaking of which, we did do it in person seven years ago. I remember that. Until I was like, wait a minute. You just keep your ass at home. We just do it over the computer. It's way better this way. Yeah. Uh, and that's the secret to long friendship, people. Let yeah, that don't, 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 don't ever hang other. out. Don't ever <laughs> see each other. Just listen to each other fucking talk bullshit uh, once a week. Is, uh, and you will have a healthy friendship. Anyways, you bastards, we got a great movie to review and some fun geek news to discuss. Let's do it. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. And this first thing is a perfect birthday gift to the podcast. My birthday is also coming up in a few weeks, April 5th. So it's like a little birthday gift to me. What is it? It is the first trailer for the Miss Marvel show from Disney Plus. Geek Boner. Oh, you have a Geek Boner already. You know where I stand. I could not be more excited to see the show. I feel seen as a Pakistani American <laughs> who grew up with immigrant parents and did not become a superhero. The only different thing. Oh, and the fact that I'm a boy and she's a girl. That's also different, but it's debatable. Anyways, <laughs> the first uh, first fucking full trailer for Miss Marvel uh, comes out. I Who wants to start? What Why don't you, you start? Okay. I'll tell you what I liked about the trailer. I liked automatically how, again, this looks like a wildly different tone show from all the Marvel shows we've gotten so far. You know, we're going to get Moon Knight soon. That looks completely different. They're doing a great job at continuing to keep these shows different. And just the whole vibe of it, the blinding lights, weekend song, the doodles that remind me of Scott Pilgrim. Uh, you know, you see them praying. You see her kind of they're changing her powers. Some people are upset. I'm fine with it. You kind of had to. You can't do it the way it is in the comics. But, you know, what what attracted me to this comic book, it was like. A Peter Parker type story of a kid who's trying to fit in. And the fact that she has two lives, like her parents are super religious, so she's hiding to be a superhero, was pretty much exactly how I've grown up my whole life with my mom and my parents. Is you're writing this two lives, like you're writing it in the West, you got one foot in Eastern culture, one foot in Western culture. This, they take that to a whole new level 
with the powers. But uh, I thought it looks good. I'm excited. Uh, what do you guys think? Anthony, what do you think of this? Yeah, I mean, it does look... I don't want to say it looks completely different. It looks more like in line with the kind of the homecoming tone ah. in terms of high school and that kind of feel. So well, it's Spider-Man. Yeah. So, I mean, the characters are supposed to be around the same age. So I'm not completely surprised by that. It's nice to see, you know, someone of of Pakistani descent. Brown girls from Jersey. Yeah. Nice. It's nice to see a little different, you know, and I know that character, I haven't read any of the comics, but I know she's, very popular in the comics amongst people that still read it so you know it's not exactly it's not simply just a diversity grab that you know this is a character that had success in the comics i can't say it's really targeted for me in terms of (laughs) i'm not talking about race i'm talking about just the general tone of of high school yeah Yeah. it's very almost disney like disney channel remember when that was Mm -hmm. a thing Mm -hmm. that's the way it kind of feels but you know it's a new character i'm open to giving it a shot it's it's a well done trailer in terms of like the graphics and the the high school and the the comic book bubble stuff with the thoughts so maybe they continue that throughout the show i wouldn't necessarily mind that the only other thing i had was um because it's not targeted to me and because it's a character based on a character's obsession with captain marvel which right. is a movie i didn't really care for right upon retrospect so yeah. it's hard for me to get excited about a character that's excited about another character that I don't like. That, that's a good so point. Far. That's fair. I'll give you that. <laughs> so, but, yeah. but that being said, I'm 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 interested in seeing a new character on screen. So there you go. And I hope it does well. You know, I hope the cartoony stuff they put like the the drawings on top is kind of how she sees the world, and I kind of I dig that. And she also draws there's some doodles in the beginning. That's a great way to show how she's her her lens. Rugs, what did you think of this? I mean, I think I think this whole thing rides on whether you connect with Kamala and that her story grabs you uh, in some kind of emotional way uh, where you can really connect to her. Um, And you can't get that from a trailer. No, you can't. True. So just based on the surface level stuff, it doesn't really do much for me. It seems very CW to me. Ooh, but yeah, it seems like it or something that like CBS when soup, they did Supergirl, like they tried to market it, you know, like, Whatever, but like it's fine. I watched Supergirl, so like I couldn't connect to Supergirl or or anything like that. I you know I watched it, but um, yeah. So it felt like I I can't judge it on the trailer. I think that it looks like it has production value. It looks like you know everybody's doing the uh, a decent job. It looks like that they really are trying to hit certain things. And um, let's see how it plays out. I'm like you know optimistic about it to a degree, but. Just like Anthony, it doesn't really feel like something I would tune into. Like I watched Supergirl because I like Supergirl, and you know, I was I was like, okay, there's things that are here that I could like kind of grab onto, you know, from the DC universe. Uh, Melissa Benoist is kind of like eye candy. There's all these th- other factors that play into why I would watch something that's kind of more like a Gossip Girl or like something that's on a CW. Like so. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll let it play out. It's all dependent on her story. Like if her story grabs me, and I kind of know it a little bit because I read the comics, and it's very it's very much in tandem with like a Peter Parker coming of age kind of thing. So I mean, everybody can get into that at some point. Like that's why Spider Man's such a, a, a strong character, right? Because everybody can see themselves in yep. Spider Man. Yep, so. yep. I mean, it is important that we fall in love with the Kamala Khan character. For this show to work and while yes on surface we see a lot of teenage high school drama 
I think what's going to set it apart is there's a lot of cosmic shit going on in this trailer also. Let's talk about her powers. Now, in the book... Wait, when, before you get into yes. that, I think that is a good point, but I think what's going to set it apart is it's a coming-of-age story for a character that's we don't get often see on in Hollywood, right. which is a Muslim character. Yep, I think yep. that's going to be the, the part that I mean, this, is going to set it apart. This is the first Muslim Muslim superhero, the first Pakistani superhero. Like, holy shit, oh, there's shit. so many things that I'm like blown away that they're doing this. Uh, I love the book, of course. Um, but so in the book, she is an inhuman. The terrogenesis that swept the world turned her into gave her these powers and gave her kind of these stretchy powers where she makes a big fist and she kind of elongates. Now in here, you see her find this old bracelet and she puts it on and it kind of activates her powers. Uh, what is, what do you guys have any guesses what this bracelet is? Alien technology. Could it be from probably it's got that purple energy. So it could be like, it could be Cree. Could be Cree. Could be some, yeah. There's a thing called quantum bands. There's a thing called mega yeah. bands. It could be though, you know, it could be from Quasar, Kesar, whatever. Quasar, Quasar yeah. Queso. Yeah, Queso. Uh, Queso <laughs> with the uh, chips. Yeah, yes. it could be that. It could be, I, I read something online or saw something online where it's purple and it could be the, the remnants of the power stone. It could be power stone. A lot of the, the energy reminds me also of Ant-Man and the quantum realm as well as Captain Marvel and Monica Rambeau's powers. The energies, you know, her eyes light up like we saw Monica's eyes light up, like Captain Marvel's eyes light up. Of course, she is going to be in the Marvel's movie, Kamala Khan. So, but I love you see her like. Well, also the the one the obvious one is the movie we just saw, Shang Chi. Oh, I mean, there's oh yeah, like the one. rings. Yes, oh my god, like the ten rings. That is yeah. So it could be that. I mean, it looks like they're 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 pivoting from the inhuman stuff to make basically making her teenage Muslim. Uh, Green Lantern, Green Lantern yeah. yeah, kind of, kind of, because you do see her make a giant fist. And this, the uh, walking, the on, walking the, on the platforms. And when she's jumping, you kind of see her like stretch a little bit real quick, like she, she does in the comics. So, hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with the change because you can't you can't have her be an inhuman. It's not going to work the way they did it in the comics. They already it doesn't her. really matter how it doesn't she matter. gets her power, no, it how matter. she gets her powers. Because yeah. either way, she gets it from an accident, you know? Yeah. Like or, she, actually, yeah. she finds something yeah. and she gets it from there or an accident happens and she gets it like. It doesn't really like add any more like um, challenges to her story. Like it, you could say that because she ha- she could take off the bracelet that you know it's not like it's body horror or whatever. Like she can't. But like, the, was there something immune. in her DNA that gets turned we'll on? We'll find out because I of guess. the bracelet. Like it was this her destiny. It looks like they're gonna go to Pakistan, and part of this scenes looks like a Pakistan at a wedding she makes the big fist here's a quick tip if you're ever invited to like a pakistani or indian wedding never yes. sh- never show up on the start time that is posted in the invitation oh they're notoriously late oh, yeah you sh- they, there isn't going to be food for like three hours right you don't want to you don't want to be the first one there because you're going to be sitting there drinking fucking soda uh for like two hours before anybody fucking shows up that's basically how the uh, it's gotten a little bit better with this new generation of uh package brownies like to call them uh they're a little bit more on time but yeah traditionally you never show up on time because nobody's there everybody's always late it's very annoying i like to be punctual 
I, I'm trying to help my Pakistani brothers learn it's about your whiteness, Imran. It is. You are, you are super. You are very punctual. Because my whole life, I've wasted time at weddings waiting for the food that doesn't come out till midnight. You fuckers! Why did you put 7 p.m. on the invitation if nobody got here until 9:30? He's really mad about this. Yeah, he is. You know how many hours something of my he feels life? very strongly about. Uh, so that's gonna be fun. I also love the last shot where she's sitting on the street lamp and you see the city and she's in her costume. That's right out of a comic. That's book. the cover of like the fifth issue of Miss Marvel. Uh, my other question is: Will they try to introduce maybe some more Young Avengers in this? Are there gonna be Skrulls in the show? You see these four individuals kind of shadowing her, chasing her. And we know the Skrulls are involved with the Captain Marvel story over there. So it, this is all going to lead up to that. It'd be very interesting. June 8th, it will premiere. I think it's also only six episodes. Hmm. They're making these shorter. Hmm. But yeah, seven geek voters. Geek boner. Seven geek voters for the trailer. Okay, seven. I, wow. No, You're very okay, excited. Okay. I, I have one. Out of what? Out of 10? Out of, yes, out of five. No, no. I will Whoa. say one. I have one critical thing to say. Okay. There's one, Finally. one thing that is I'm a little worried about, and it goes back to us falling in love with the Kamala Khan character, is that Iman Vellani, that she's mm-hmm. never acted in her life. I think they just found her on the street or had an open casting call. No other credits. I don't even know she wanted to be an actor growing up. She wasn't really the most convincing in the acting parts in the trailer, like as far as just kind of skill. I know we don't see a lot, but I'm like, mm, I'm not feeling like that charm. And I hope we will see. I hope that it, yeah, it's, it's better. T- it's, in the tough show. it's hard to, uh, in the trailer. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. What do you think of this whole eight. thing that, uh, uh, you know, on Twitter, they all the stupids come out. So uh, it was like, oh, you had to uh, change her powers because. You don't want them to be like Reed Richards and you're uh, you're uh, Is that the reason they're mad downplaying. No, I don't know. I just think that I have no idea why they changed her powers. She has, look, you see her stretch a little bit. You see, I the, think if they tried to make her more like Captain Marvel to keep her in yeah. that in that vein. It makes sense. She she's you could see posters of Captain Marvel everywhere in her room. She's adores Captain Marvel. She wants to be in the comics. When she first gets her power, she looks like Captain Marvel. Like she has the form of Captain Marvel before she realizes, oh, I could just look like myself and still do all these things. So she literally turns into Captain Marvel in the comics. Huh. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. I, don't, I mean, we'll see how she does. I, I think Marvel understands that this is an important character for them. Yeah. Someone that they want yeah. around for a long time. So it's not completely unusual tom holland i don't really think was in much before they cast that's him. true he but at least he had done a couple of movies and he was kind of good in those movies and he had some kind of and did you watch doing, those movies I, I watched the one with the flood where uh mm. the the tsunami one mm. but he i think he was also like doing broadway and singing and dancing or yeah, maybe that was somebody else was. so no, i think he was yeah, doing broadway so he clearly had uh, a resume a resume leading up to resume, it yeah iman valati's got nothing like this is first role out of nowhere so hopefully they got good acting coaches on set. That's all I'm saying. I just felt uh, the only the, the one thing I noticed that was kind of weird is it's the way they cut the trailer because it's clearly not her saying the same line. But they're like, how does it feel? And they cut to her completely in a different scene saying cosmic. Oh, it's like, right. And I'm like, in my head, I'm going, I'm not 15 years old, but I don't think kids say cosmic like that. I don't think they they don't I don't think they use cosmic to describe anything. So that was smushed together. For- yeah. Just to do that, yeah. Cosmic's not a slang word. No, bra, I don't think. I don't think people are bra. saying. 
Yeah, yeah I don't think people uh, are saying cosmic. Well, I'm going to start saying But then again, I'm double the age of how old she's supposed <laughs> to be, so who knows? I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. <laughs> I, uh, I can't wait to see uh, a, the Pakistani Muslim household representation. going to say, how does it feel? It slaps, bro. It slaps, <laughs> bro. Big facts. I mean, she would. that's more in line. It yeah. slaps. Well, yeah. All right, listener, let us know what you think of this trailer. Join the conversation. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. You can become a member of the nation. Jock and Nerd. It is an exclusive closed group just for you. We're all in there. Other listeners, you get to meet a lot of fun people. Link in the show description. Uh, Okay, let's move on to this next story that regards uh, Daredevil. Charlie Cox's Daredevil. This website, Production Weekly, that updates about productions in Hollywood starting has listed a project that just says daredevil reboot. Oh shit. Uh, and that's all, that's all we have to go on. So, but my question is that, you know, they don't know if this is a TV show or a movie. My question to you guys is what do you, what do you want to see? Do we want a season four of daredevil or is this need to be like a season one, like another new first season of daredevil? Mm, I think it could be a soft reboot. Well, how do you do that? You make a soft reboot. Like soft serve <laughs> ice cream? You just, uh, yeah, you don't freeze well, it. Well, like a soft reboot is kind of like, uh, the, like Suicide Squad, the, the Suicide oh, Squad. Sure. We have a it's few like you change, people. Yeah. You change it, but you, you, you kind of change it, but you don't change it, you know? Like, is Karen Page going to come back? What about, you know, does he know the other Defenders saga people? Is is that a thing? Obviously, D'Onofrio can be back as Kingpin. Anthony, what would you like to see? Do you want a season four or just a season one or a movie? I want a movie. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think we've... It's one of those things where we've seen a really good version of Daredevil yeah. in on TV. And I know they're not going to go down that path. They're not going to kind of continue that tone. So I'd like to see him in something different. Instead of putting on a TV show and, and risking the fact that maybe this isn't the same as, as the Netflix stuff and disappointing, ah, just do a movie. That's a good point. Because at that point, it's going to be completely different, right? You're already going to change the tone, but it's also a different format. I think there's a little more forgive- forgiveness in a movie, and we just haven't seen him in his own movie. I, so I think I like it would that. be awesome for Marvel to make... Their first fifty million dollar movie, you know, oh, or sixty low budget. You yeah, say. make a low oh. budget, make a low budget martial arts film. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have to have. It's definitely going to be the action would be head and shoulders above the show because you have now you have a crazy budget for stunts. Yeah, yeah, like John Wick level. I'm talking about. I would, I, I would, I would be down with that whole tone. Because I don't the think John, John Wick, Wick movies are that expensive. I no, think they're no. they're under a hundred, definitely. So. um they should just do that. Like, let's go. Let's make some cool action films. We will see Matt Murdock in She-Hulk and possibly Echo moving forward. But when will we see Daredevil? I don't know. And he, so is he already Daredevil now in the MCU after No Way Home? Or Yeah, he's already Daredevil. He's, wear, he's out there wearing the suit and doing shit. Nobody's talked about him, basically. That's it. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because he caught, yeah, he shows that he's got powers and he's very confident. So, who would you like to see as a villain for Daredevil? Well, D'Onofrio. So, spoilers if you haven't seen Hawkeye, we have a kingpin who's maybe or maybe not shot in the face and and still alive. So, I would like to see D'Onofrio come back 
You could take Colin Farrell out of the fat suit and make him bullseye again. No, don't do that. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, great, I, great answer. Daredevil. I'd like to see Daredevil and Spider Man do some things together. But who are some? I'd of, like to see Nuke. Oh, oh yeah, we had a version of that too in the Netflix shows, didn't we? Was that Nuke? Yeah, wasn't it? I don't think didn't so. they do that. Somebody did that. Was he supposed to be Nuke in in Jessica Jones? That he was in Jessica Jones. Yes, he was because he took a pill. Oh, didn't he gotcha. take a pill and get all crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I, I guess they did do that. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah, I, I wanted to see Nuke. Who is uh, other Daredevil's greatest enemies? Are like Typhoid Mary. Oh, Typhoid Mary's a good one. Mister Fear. They did Typhoid Mary in uh, Iron Fist of all places, they which did. is kind of strange. Yeah, Ikari, the Hand. We already kind of seen some. Yeah, of we kind of did that. There isn't really, you know, someone that's Wait, did huge. it Typhoid Mary in The Punisher? No, they did it in Iron Fist. Oh, Iron was, Fist. Uh, You're right. Yeah. What oh, was right. that actress's name? Fuck. Uh, oh, you're going to make me look up Iron Fist. The I forgot worst. about it. Oh, my God. The worst Netflix show of them all. Yeah, it was Brad. I don't remember. She. I can't remember. She was in there. You had Madame Gao. Alice Eve. Oh, Alice Mary. Eve was in oh, this. Oh, my God. I've completely forgotten about both. I, There's yeah. two seasons of Mary Walker. I forgot. No, she was only in the second one. I can't oh, believe there's two seasons of this show, though. I, I yeah. barely remember any of fucking We, we made Fist. ourselves forget. Yeah. You could bring Electro in and have him fight Daredevil. You could have him fight Spider-Man villains because they kind of cross over and they're both in New York, I guess. I don't know. Well, you just established that Hawkeye and Kate Bishop are there. That that there's like low level stuff happening. And Echo it, now. You have Echo. You have stuff that's going on that's yeah. not being like widely reported or whatever. Just because it hasn't happened in you know things happen all over the place that we don't know about. So Daredevil can exist in New York. New York's a big place. He only patrols Hell's Kitchen, which is like three blocks. Right. <laughs> and so not very <laughs> large area. No. Um, all right. Well, we'll see what happens with that. We're probably years out. Uh, and here's something that's probably years out, but this one is for you Godzilla and King Kong fans. Legendary is returning to Australia to film the Godzilla versus Kong sequel later this year. Geek boner. Uh, we don't know if it's a Godzilla versus Kong sequel, but it's a sequel in the monster verse. So the, we don't it'll know be exactly the, the next movie after the movies that have come. Yeah. Uh, and that's really. All the news there is. Let me get your uh, your, very... your level of hype. <laughs> Are you excited well, that they're I, moving I forward? I heard that they they're investing like a hundred million into the Australian, you know, uh, I guess workforce. Well, they get yeah, yeah. The economy. Yeah, yeah. They get incentives, I'm sure, and tax breaks for filming out there. And this is the third movie that will be filled out there. Man. So is this is this, this going to be Monster Island because Australia is a giant island or yeah <laughs> Hol- Hollow Earth we get to see more of Hollow Earth I'm uh, I'm interested to see what they come up with you know it, obviously it's not going to be the most creative thing in the world but I am interested to see like what because I when we when Godzilla vs Kong came out and we were like wow this is crazy like they made all this money during a pandemic well, this is awesome even at that moment I was like what. What comes next? And I know right. I think they're doing the TV show on yeah, Apple TV. Yeah, the King Kong TV show, right? Or the God- I don't know if it's a, con- oh, no, it was a King Kong. It was a Godzilla TV show without Godzilla. Yeah, it's a MonsterVerse yeah. TV show. Right. But that being said, I was like, what? What moves the needle? How do you up that? And I don't. I, I still don't know. So th- 
I, I am, in, you know, intrigued because at the end of the day, it's still Godzilla, and I'm going to support anything Godzilla. And I liked Godzilla vs Kong. I just don't know what's next. I, I I'm curious. I'm very very curious to see what they have you know, up their sleeve, what monsters they want to pull out of their asshole. <laughs> I think you just go round to Godzilla versus Kong and just every few years figure out another reason they got to fight. I don't know. But then you got to add a monster. And then add, keep adding one monster well, you got, every you time. Well, you got Destroyer. You know, Destroyer. Destroyer, yeah. I think you got to do... The Ghidorah I think you gotta dest- is still out there, isn't it? Wasn't one of them still out there? Sure. Yeah. I think you got to do the straight up, this is going to be a tag team. Match oh, up. oh, that could be good too. Where they're on the same side. Where, where they're on, well, so they're right on the same side. You got right from the Gigan and Destroyer. You got Gigan and Megalon. You got Jet Jaguar. You could do. Yeah, but was, what moves the needle to get people in the in the, in the American seats? audience? Yeah, got, I don't know. I mean, you got the two biggest monsters. It's just I think it's so. You think it's just them combined again? Will be like, yep, people want to go out and see it again. Yeah, I don't really know exactly. I mean. When you watch a Marvel movie, you never know what the bad guy is going to be. You still just go. You're, still, you're going to see the hero prevail, right? So, well, but, yeah. So as long as people are in the bag for, you got people team Kong, people team Godzilla. If they got to team up, maybe that's kind of cool. They did. They kind of did that in um in the latest one against Mega Godzilla. Yeah. It, didn't that movie make the most out of all the MonsterVerse movies so oh, far? Yeah. yeah, so you got to yeah. bring both back and just mix it up. It's got to be Godzilla Kong again. That's the only thing that will get me I'm telling go you, see McCanny Kong is coming. Oh, God. Well, I had this kind of idea that was really wacky. So there's a lot of rumors that this is going to be like Son of Kong, where King Kong goes back into the Hollow Earth and he finds like this like baby Kong mm-hmm. and he adopts it. Mm-hmm. And that could be cool, you know. It, it, I think that that could possibly uh, narratively be interesting. But um, how does Godzilla play into it? And is if it's just another Kong, it'll kind of be boring. Give them both children. Godzilla gets a kid too. <laughs> Imagine if it's a half Godzilla, half King Kong. Oh, baby. do the hybrid! Oh my God, a Godzilla Kong. What does that look yeah. like? They should do. They should just remake King Kong Lives with. Uh, from 19 Kurt, like Kurt Russell? the one with Kurt Russell no no that was the one with Linda Ham- it was like one of the worst movies of all time oh. that's what Linda Hamilton was in oh. it it was King Kong's son King Kong it was a female Kong a male Kong and his son Whoa. I have a feeling the there's ever. gonna be a female kaiju yeah well they already had one right Mothra no but I mean like a female like a counterpart oh. like, like somebody, a female Godzilla they, yeah or a female Kong, Kong. yeah I, I really don't know where they're going to go with it. it? I'm not like super excited, but I'm not like this is going to be complete shit either. I'm I'm like, let's well, all right. How how, how you long can I know something this? as as fucking much fun of we make a, of uh, Adam Wingard and how like flippant he is about this whole shit and how he doesn't care. He yeah. just wants to do cool shit. Yeah. Whenever they show clips of that, like every shot is fucking gorgeous. Like yeah. every shot of that fucking movie is fucking great like there's just so many fucking great shots so if they can keep up that level of cinematography and like epicness like i'm totally down for it i, I like that spectacle i thought it was a great spectacle it was a lot of fun i i thoroughly enjoyed it if you yeah. just take out all of the people parts this movie's great it's it's very entertaining you don't well, need the just, people like, parts don't make it so stupid yeah like you know they gotta like i think they cut out so much stuff all the time that's essential and then it just ends up looking really dumb 
Yeah, so don't they should just kind of know what to keep and know what not to keep. But the people got dumber and dumber every as the movies went. Every movie. yeah, it's they very were like much like this has beginning. to happen for the plot to continue. Yeah, and then by that Godzilla vs Kong, it's just ridiculous. Like you, just cut it all out. Just show me the <laughs> fighting. Fuck. Uh, well, they're making it. We're gonna get more. Yeah, I'm excited. American legendary kaiju Godzilla movies. That's a good thing. Okay, I got some. There's been some early internet reactions to two things, comic book things that are soon to be coming out very soon. The first one, Moon Knight, is coming out March 30th. So next next week, it will premiere six episodes on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the episode run times have been revealed because critics had been sent the first four episodes. And uh, they're, they're long. Episode one, episode four gets longer and longer. It's like 45 minutes, 50 minutes, 51 minutes. So in this being six hours, at least they're giving us a big chunk at a time. And most of the early reactions have been very positive. Uh, and there's some, they, there's a lot of clips out. I don't know if you guys have watched any of these clips they've been putting out or you just kind of want to wait, but the tone of this is amazing. The you see Kanshu. There's a great horror jump scare vibe. You get a little bit of like Indiana Jones adventure type flair all smushed together. Some critics saying the best Marvel TV show yet. What is your level of geek boner? Geek boner. Anthony for the show. And have you seen any of this? No, I actually hadn't. Where did you? You just saw this online that there's. Yes. Already I have what have they seen? The first two? They've seen the first four sent oh. to reviewers. Not us. Um, you. you know, I, 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 what I'll say is I think the best show they've done. This is just my opinion is WandaVision. Yeah, I agree. I think they've had a little bit of a, tr- a little bit of trouble. They've had definitely had trouble closing out these shows and coming off of Hawkeye, which I thought was okay, not the best. And I didn't like the ending. Them saying like the first few episodes are great is good. Like I'm, I'd, I'd rather hear that than not say, than right. them say the opposite. But I want to see like if they can close the show on one of these things and actually do a whole entire season. Because to me, ever since WandaVision, like WandaVision was like this moment in time where Marvel had released something for the first time in a year. It was their first foray into TV. And that buzz weekly was just insane. Great. I thought, yeah, it was. It was, and they haven't been able to capture that since. Yeah, not really. Wandavision, uh, like no one's really talking about these shows weekly unless you're just super into the nerd. Loki maybe got close, but no, you're right. Maybe I mean the end. Loki like had a, a a reveal that meant a lot. Yeah, but they haven't been able to capture that, and they haven't been able to create a show that people are talking about is like in like high regard since that that Wandavision mo- that. Few, few weeks in WandaVision, so I'm coming into this with yes, I'm I'm down to learn about a new character because I don't know anything about Moon Knight, but I'm also like just I want to prove it to me. I want to see it. No, and they do have to prove it to us. Uh, Rugs, what did you think? Have you seen these clips? Are you digging? Like, yeah, I th- saw something from the Real Rejects. Give them a shout. Um, they saw it and they were like pumped about it, but. And they're usually pretty critical, so I'm like, okay, that that's interesting. Uh, that makes me feel like a little more um, enthusiastic about it. So I'm looking forward to this. I like Moon Knight. I always like Moon Knight. So um, I'm excited to see what they do. I know it's going to veer away from the comic a little bit, but I feel like at least they're trying to kind of make this 
like this tone where it's kind of almost a horror vibe, like where there is, you can see like, you know, werewolf by night hop in there or something like, I feel yeah. like that's cool. Yeah, like so, the midnight suns vibe yeah. is, is definitely. And no, this I'm really pumped because like these, these short, these clips in the suit looks great. Here's why I think this is hitting. And for a lot of people, because if, if you think about it, all the Marvel Disney plus shows so far, have had to set up other things, which is kind of the purpose for the show, right? All of them are like trying to push things forward. Oscar Isaac said he was attracted to this because this is in the MCU, but it has no connection to anything. It takes place in London. It's not in a city that like any of the other movies have really been in or TV shows. And he said it's its own thing. And that's, and Oscar Isaac, like the performance he's giving in these clips. He's, he's so good. I can't wait to watch him. I think he's going to be amazing. I did learn the British accent that he's doing. Turns out it was his idea. And he said, yeah, he's, he's got the stuff. You could tell in the trailer. For the Stephen Grant, not there's a Mark Spector personality who's like the mercenary, and the Stephen Grant is like the, the museum guy. So he does a British accent, and he has said that Kevin Feige actually told him that he didn't think Oscar Isaac knew what he was doing and that the accent wouldn't work. But it turns out Vaishi was wrong, and the accent, uh, he says, is very good. So uh, the choices he makes, the fucking suit, like, I think this is going to be up there with the WandaVision, hopefully. I, I, feel I hope so. I feel it. I'm seeing, I'm looking at these, and they're definitely, I mean, they're definitely hop, hyping up Oscar Isaac as being an awesome addition. So, yeah, I mean, look, he's no Iman Vellani, but, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's got Oscar Isaac leading this thing and doing multiple personalities and just the trippiness, the darkness. Uh, I can't wait for this. F. Murray Abraham will be voicing the Egyptian god Khonshu. Oh, shit. Uh, I love F. Murray Abraham. He's great in dramatic roles. He? Well, he was in Amadeus. He's Salieri. And in Silicon Valley, he's he's uh, great. I don't think you would know him from anything, but he is a fantastic, well-rounded. No, he's not actor. in Silicon Valley. He's in that other thing, Myth Quest. Oh, or something. sorry. The yeah, the ver- it's a different version. Mythic of Silicon Quest. Valley. Mythic Quest. He's a Mythic Quest on Apple TV Plus. He's hmm. done tons of movies. A great kind of character side actor, but uh, hmm. uh, him vo- and the Conchu looks great. There's a clip where you kind of see. Him appearing, and Ethan the Hawk has a staff, and there's powers, and it looks nuts, and there's pyramids. Looks crazy. Like, they filmed everywhere in the desert. Can't wait. Okay. They didn't go to Egypt. Shut up. They didn't go to Egypt, but they went somewhere where <laughs> they there was filmed sand everywhere. and maybe a pyramid. Maybe They filmed most of that on the Atlanta back, backlot studio. But it takes place in London. It could have been filmed in London, or it's Atlanta. That, some of it was probably It's London, probably Atlanta. Yeah. They, maybe they used the volume from Mandalorian, and all of it is just <laughs> on a big backlit screen. Uh, listener, grab some uh, Jock and Nerd swag. Shop and Nerd. If you want to celebrate our seventh anniversary with us, visit jockandnerd.com slash shop where you can get wonderful tees and hoodies and tank tops and cell phone cases, mugs, pillows, torch bags, laptop cases. Shop and Nerd. Shop and Nerd. Jock and Nerd. All with our logo or Rugboy's face. Different colors. Check it out. Link in the description. Okay. Last thing early reactions for is the other big comic book movie coming out the same week like two days after is it even fair calling this big well, it's not big it is the comic for us it's our next it's that it's that same week huh yes it's like two days after moon Knight comes out and oh. it is morbius starring mobius the jared leto uh this one critics uh the opposite of the moon Knight. they're like 
they're saying it's not it's more bs it is more bs there's the joke <laughs> oh That's shit lame there's the dad joke Jesus let's get the dad jokes now it's definitely more bs um uh basically the gist is what i've seen together is that if you enjoyed the venom movies that's how you're gonna enjoy this movie so i'm gonna go in with lowered expectations and maybe i'll be pleasantly surprised uh they did put out a final Jared trailer. Leto can't catch a break i guess i mean he did he was in gucci well whatever the, you know he's got you know genetics and stuff so he he's like 50 years old he looks like he's 30 so, I mean, I think that God blessed him enough. Like, his career is just going to suck. He is almost 50, isn't like, he? He looks, he does look great. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's, you know, you got to make a trade off. <laughs> I mean, his, his choices in terms of movie, superhero movies have been tough. Yeah. To, 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 to be the Joker in Suicide Squad after Heath Ledger. Yeah. That's a rough like, one. No one. That's a tough, tough ask. And then Morbius, for not for Marvel, but for Sony's Marvel. Is also a very, like, you thought this you was the franchise? He been, I, he, he, do you think he would have been a good Doctor Strange or no? Oh, Jared Leto is straight? No. No, absolutely not. Couldn't no. pull it off? No. Not, I mean, I can't even picture that after what the what Cumberbitch has done. What What would dear Jared Leto be good as? I think Morbius might be it. <laughs> Unfortunately. Craven? Okay. No. Craven. No, yeah, he's too skinny. Oh, we got Aaron Taylor Johnson over there. No, that's not a good, cast, not good either. cast either. Anyways, it's another Sony Spider-Man list Spider-Man verse movie, and the trailer reminds us that Michael Keaton is in this. Oh, by the way, Matt Smith is also in this for a brief second, in case you forgot. Here's the thing, though: the Morbius character is it's fascinating. I love the aspect of this is a doctor who fucked with his body, experimented with himself in order to help other people, right? He's truly trying to help. And now he can, except he also has this insatiable urge to, like, kill people and drink their blood. And he's got to fight this, these two urges. Otherwise, he'll die, right? If he doesn't drink the blood, he'll die, and he won't be able to help people. But he can help people only if he drinks blood. Like, that is a great conflict, inner conflict. Hopefully... <laughs> Let's see them ruin it. Yeah, hopefully they're gonna. They're probably going to ruin it. <laughs> no doubt. Seems like a movie that should have been made in the eighties. I mean, the Venom movies are throwback movies too. So, I, but that, that, like a, a a doctor that wants to help people that becomes a vampire, right? And now wants to help people, but needs to also eat them. Like that's straight out of the fucking eighties. <laughs> that's why it's that's, just that's like the, that. That's like from like the time where it's just like come up with a dumb idea. All yeah. right, let's film it. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Here's the money. Go shoot this. Yeah, sounds like a movie. Make it. <laughs> uh, and it's you know how are they going to deal with Spider Man in this? Which Spider Man? How do you they ex- say that Spider Man's in it? So the director has said something. He came out in this article, real vague, saying how like if there's a in every universe there is a Spider Man and a spider. If there's a spider totem in every multiverse, there's going to be a Spider Man in every universe. So essentially saying he is in this universe, but. Which Spider-Man is it? This is the same Venom universe. There's a poster of Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in the trailer, in one of the trailers. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, but we're gonna going to find out. It's going to be Andrew, whatever his name is. Well, Andrew Garfield. The, the, the thing is, too, is like if you want to watch this for the ramifications of what it means for Sony and Spider-Man, like we literally just saw Venom 2 where they did this big reveal and it goes, Venom 
in the MCU, and then the next Spider-Man movie, they go Venom. Just kidding. Not in the MCU anymore. <laughs> we just want the we just want, we want the, the symbiote. symbiote. Yeah, they, all they, they don't really want Tom Hardy here. They just wanted the black goo. So the, if you're if you're on that path of like this is all connected, that would make me go, oh, this this doesn't mean shit <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to MCU stuff because if MCU is just gonna take whatever if they try to force it into the MCU, the MCU is just gonna be like, we'll just take what we want out of this character and we'll send you right back. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so I'm going in expecting something on par with the Venom movies, maybe a little bit better, but not much. Yeah, it, that's, I think, a good expectation. Right, I think that's the way you got to walk in. April 1st, don't forget to buy your tickets. I'm sure there'll be plenty available. Uh, there'll be plenty of room, plenty of seats. Won't be sold out, pretty sure. But Safe bet. But uh, hey, let's do it. I guess Morbius Bria. Look, you get a good one. We got two good ones. Then we're gonna get an okay one. Yeah, then that's fine. I'm fine with that. Then we we hit back with Doctor Strange and Thor: Love and Thunder and better one. Right. So it peaks, peaks and valleys of uh, what we're gonna enjoy. All right. Well, I don't even consider this like MCU, like the Sony verse in my. Yeah. I, I made this special place in my head right, where, where Sony where, stuff really doesn't make. Make it to anything. Where does it live, though? That's the confusing part. I mean, it lives in this pocket reality similar to uh, Peacemaker's dad. Oh, I guess in that in and, that and, closet, and all those, yeah, all that all those suits where all his weapons are. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're gonna they're doing Craven. They're just continuing to make these movies. At some point, you gotta have Spider Man fucking show up in one of these movies. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> the, the, the what's gonna make this? Granted, they've done really well with Venom. So that being, they like those Ven- those movies have done made them money, so bravo, I guess, to them. But what's really going to make people excited about this stuff is if they negotiate a deal with Andrew Garfield to come back and do a movie. They Like, a lot of these characters are, like, like, like Morbius doesn't need to be tied to Spider-Man, which is I think is fine. But Venom is. And if they're, and, and Craven is. So this is what I'm really confused about. Because Venom is kind of like an anti-hero, bad guy, good guy. You could play it off that way. Morbius, same thing. Bad guy, good guy, two sides, anti-hero. Craven is, you can, are they going to try to make him like a hero or anti-hero? He's a straight up bad guy. What are you going to do with that? Like, I don't want to see Craven turned into a, everybody's going to turn into They should have done anti-hero. the black cat because the black cat that would have made more sense she exists and then she runs into spider-man like she's already doing it she's doing her thing and silver sable is is a mercenary and they could have been they could have done a a twofer they were going to do that right weren't wasn't that on the table yep. at one point Bla- uh, yeah, it was silver, silver black. black that makes way more sense than doing a craven the hunter movie without spider-man where you can't even do like the craven's last hunt but he's a full-on bad guy as you i i don't know I, it's just you're dumb. not that guy, pal. You're not no, that guy. No, Sony. Yeah, I just think Craven. Good luck. I don't know. I just think doing <laughs> a solo Craven movie so dumb. Good luck to us all, Spider-Man fans. Uh, thanks, Sony. All right, let's take a quick break here. We'll play some promos. And we're gonna come back and review one of my all-time favorite comedy movies of all time. I already said all time. Did I mention it's all time? Right <laughs> after this. After these messages. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where 
here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Hey there, everyone. Brian here, host of TV Trivia Pod. It's a trivia-style podcast focusing on TV and movies. Listen in for questions like, what's the name of Michael Scott's screenplay? What do you say to view the Marauder's map? And what's everyone eating in the post credit scene of Avengers? Play along to TV Trivia Pod anywhere you get podcasts. And stay tuned for more trivia! Listener, if you enjoy the show, and if you've been enjoying the show for all seven years, God bless you. Join our fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd! Where you can support the show on a monthly or annual basis. Huge thank you to our newest $10 a month patron, Colby Long. Whoa! Yeah. Thank you for joining this fan club, Colby. That's amazing. That's oh, amazing. I, I don't even know who's he. I thought you were saying Cole belong. Cole belong. No, like it was a, like a compliment. <laughs> Cole belong. No, Colby <laughs> as in Colby Jack Cheese, and oh. Long as in the opposite sides of my penis. It's oh. Cole belong. We don't know him. It's I've oh, never Jesus interacted. Christ. You, you're you're a new member, and you're already comparing his it, last name to it, your dick. It's tradition. We have to make you fun of the name. Initiate the guy. You gotta <laughs> yeah, bring him we in. We have to bring it in. Yeah. You're I mean, if he's giving us money, he's got to know at this point that that was that was. That's coming. what you pay for. Is yeah. I compare your name to my dick, Colby Long. <laughs> thank you so much. Colby <laughs> is now enjoying bonus content. For example, Anthony put up a review of a movie. Well, I put it up. He sent it to me. I have to do all the work. But Anthony, what was uh, your uh, movie? Patreon-only movie review review was for what movie? Rambo First Blood. Oh, shit. First, yeah, Rambo First Blood and yeah, the 1982. And I got more on the till soon. You're going through a little bit of an 80s action binge. I love it. I should do this, too, because I'm watching a lot of old 80s movies. And Same I should just in the make thing reviews. right afterwards. Jesus, yeah. what are you doing? Easy. I wouldn't call it like a review, per se. It was just like a nine minutes where I eight, nine minutes where I talk about it. It's not okay. a full on review. It's I, I, I watch the movie and then I just give my immediate thoughts. So it's a, it's a little bit closer to a like instant reaction from a movie. No, it was very good. I listened to it. That was the first time you've seen First Blood, right? It was. I hadn't. I was surprised when I watched the movie. I was like, yep, I've never seen this in my life. Nothing is over. I so I haven't Nothing seen. Over. I haven't. Nothing. I haven't seen this movie in years. But I was like little when I saw it. There's two parts of this movie that have stuck with me my whole life. The first one is like when he gets the ride over the bridge and he gets out of the car and then just starts fucking walking back. Yeah. Right. And the guy's like, what the fuck? This motherfucker. Brian Dennehy's, yeah. Brian yeah. Dennehy's like, get out of town. And he gets out and just walks back. I was like, oh, fuck. And then the other thing I've always remembered is when he is stitching himself up yeah, in the woods by himself. I was like, oh, that is ingrained in my head because it looks so fucking painful. He has the uh, the 
stitching kit, I guess you would call it, in his knife. Oh, that's right. That knife was yeah. that knife you could buy. I wanted that knife because there was the a Bowie compass. Knife, yeah, yeah, there was a compass in it, and there was shit you could put in the handle. Yeah, there were. I, th- I think I did some research where it was like knife sales went up. Yep, they did. <laughs> it's fucking it's movie. A, it is a great movie. It's like it's actually really good. You know? I was. I gave it a. I was very very impressed. To Stallone's credit, the start of the Rocky and Rambo franchises are great, and then it quickly goes downhill. And they're still fun <laughs> movies, but very sharp decline. After the first yeah. one of both of those, I don't know what happens. Nothing's ours. Nothing. So <laughs> they Colby, drew first blood, not me. Colby will be enjoying that and getting the show a little bit early. And Colby will be able to join us for our monthly Discord hangouts. Uh, this month's hangout is as the show posts tomorrow, Thursday, March twenty fourth, eight p.m. Central U.S. time. So hope to see you there. It's a lot of fun. People always stop by. And then Colby also, since he's a $10 a month patron, I sent him a message. He gets to pick any movie for us to review. He can force us to watch and review any movie. And we will do this on the main feed here or on Patreon. Uh, it's the you Colby, pick you pick a here. shitty movie and we're just doing it on Patreon. I'm telling it you right now. It depends on the movie, I guess. <laughs> oh, where it ends up. That's our policy. If you really, if you want us to do it on the regular show, it's got to be something that, uh, we think that people are going to want to listen to listen, it. Either way, Colby, you're going to hear it. We're going to do it. You're going to hear it. You're going to have access yeah. to it. That's what gets you in the fan club. Just don't pick a Sinbad movie. <laughs> com. <laughs> that movie doesn't exist. Oh, no, that's the Kazam. That's the other movie with Shaq. Uh, Bernstein Bears. But it's Bernstein. Bernstein. Uh, uh, com slash Patreon. Sign up today. Speaking of the You Pick a Tier, that brings us to this week's movie review. This one is sponsored by new another new patron, Trenton Smith, who's been a patron for all of one month. Signed up for the $10 a month a month ago. Welcome. Welcome, Trenton, Trenton T. Smith. T. Smith has picked the brilliant 2006 comedy Idiocracy. Here's your spoiler alerts for a 16-year-old movie. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. And again, this is another birthday present to the nerd right here. This is probably one of my favorite fucking comedy movies ever. I am so excited we get to talk about this. On Rotten Tomatoes, the movie currently sitting at 73%, 6.4 out of 10 average rating. This is obviously clearly a low-budget movie, and we'll get into uh, how the studio treated this movie after we talk about it, because it's kind of crazy. The budget of this movie, somewhere around 2 to $4 million. Not a lot of money. Now, right. the studio didn't know what to do with this movie. They didn't even make a trailer for this movie. They didn't screen the movie. They only put it out in 130 theaters nationwide. This thing, box office total, ends up being 495. Wow. Not million. $495,000. dollars Terrible. Half a million dollars. It makes like a hundred and twenty-four thousand opening weekend. It does go on to make nine million dollars in DVD sales. Oh shit! Which DVD, is DVD? Wow. Yeah. Which was this was the time. It was the DVD boom. Uh, so basically, nobody saw this movie in the theater. Everybody saw it later on DVD. Yeah, you you, you heard about this movie with someone like word of mouth, yeah. and then you're like, oh, did anybody see this fucking movie? And so like, yeah, it was like one of those things that you had to hear about it from someone else. Apparently, even on the ticketing sites back in the day, it was listed as untitled Mike Judge movie. They didn't even put the fucking title. 
and I'll explain why they were afraid of this movie. Uh, this movie is directed, story by, and produced by Mike Judge, and then Ethan Cohen helping on the screenplay. Mike Judge, of course, famous for Office Space, King of the Hill, Beavis and Butthead, uh, and creating and directing a bunch of episodes of Silicon Valley on HBO. All great shit. Uh, Anthony, had you ever seen this movie before? No. Oh, wow. This I've is, only heard you quote it this or is great. reference it yes. all the time. You never quote it. You just reference it all the time. It became a cult hit, and I loved Mike Judge. I, everything he wanted to do, I would check out. He does another movie after this. Not as good. Uh, but, okay, first time watching this, Anthony, tell us what happens in Idiocracy. Uh, this is a movie where the army, the military, comes up with some sort of technology to preserve people and they take this completely average soldier and this prostitute and they preserve them or they put them in this machine for what's intended to be a year but that building that they're in is a secret facility and it gets destroyed and they happen to wake up 500 years later where society is just completely different and very stupid and they wake up as the smartest people on earth and have to figure out what the hell's going on Yes, great premise. Now, before I ask you what you thought about this, in in 2022, watching it for the first time, here's the weird thing about this movie. It is a movie that hits differently when it came out versus now. This is a 2006 comedy that pretty much goes on to be a documentary in 2022, <laughs> right? So you had to watch this in 2006 and laugh and be like, ha, 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 it's dumb, 500 years. And what happens? A lot of shit that happens in the movie took only about 10, 15 years for the shit to happen. Right. Crazy, much. Crazily. I'm waiting for those toilet seats to come out. That ha- there's a couple. We'll go through all the things it predicts. So watching it then and watching it now, like rewatching it again, I, I found it just as funny, but also really like depressing and sad in a way that how things have transpired. Anthony coming out of this. What did you make of this? How did it hit you? Well, like I said, I've never seen this movie. I know you like this movie. So that might have played a little bit into it, but I'm, I think this is genuinely how I feel about this movie. I think this movie is not that great. I think it's actually kind of stupid. Um, I think this isn't at all indicative of Mike Judge's work. I think Office Space is a much better movie, and I didn't think it was that funny. So I didn't oh, like it that much at all, to be oh, honest no. with you. I, th- I thought the movie was I actually... I knew that that was going to happen, by the way. I thought the... Uh, I thought the, the premise right away offended me because it basically was like stupid people are in the future are going to sound like black hispanic or hillbillies so right off the right the premise for me is like oh that's what you think stupid people sound like okay that's not at all that's that to me doesn't very age very well at this moment so i think all the like predictions of this is how it is right now i think that's all just a narrative that everyone like has put together to make it like more relevant to today but i didn't find it very funny and i didn't think it was actually all that clever so Sorry, Imran. No, but it does. Like, there is the argument of is this just a dumb movie or is it prophetic? So there is two sides of this, and it is. I don't. I don't see the prof. It's it's prophetic. Well, look, this is what happened: is that where where everything goes off the rails? Okay, so the idea was this movie comes out and was made in probably two thousand five. Yeah, it sat on the shelf for like a year. Okay, or maybe even two thousand four. Yeah, this is before. YouTube is a thing. Facebook is a thing. iPhones are a thing. Any of the technology that 
if they would have had even an inkling of the, uh, of that, I think the movie would have been very different. But this is before any of that explodes onto the scene, right? So they had no idea that the society was going to go from being the trajectory of being stupid and focused on violence and sex. And because what happened is in that particular moment in time, hip hop culture, uh, gang culture, all that stuff that's was kind of like only in the inner city started to spread out and become part of regular, like mainstream culture. And there was this thing, Oh, everybody's getting dumbed down. We're, we're watching like, uh, you know, people like hit the world star hip hop, all those videos were coming out, all that stuff. World star. Yeah. Yeah. So where people were like punching people randomly. <laughs> yeah, that's or Al My Balls. How is that yeah. not Al My Balls? So I feel like they were going off that, but, th- but they couldn't predict how we, it would all, it would take a hard left with social media. So what happened was instead of the world turning like into this dumb, violent place, it became an ultra sensitive place. It became an ultra, politically correct place it veered into a different area where there's still stupidity out here but it's more it's masked in like brainwashing that you like where you're like you think that you're really smart but you're actually just like basically as we know from all these algorithms kind of like kind of being pushed into directions by all different algorithms like whether you pushes you to be more political and not really see the other side or know how to find facts or whatever. And this and that, or like confirmation bias, echo chamber, stuff like that. So that's where we actually ended up. We didn't end up being like, you know, well, this is 500 years from now, but they were saying in this movie, but just the idea of the future going in that direction. I don't think it will, unless computers completely cease to exist because now we have this, nonstop technology that tell like that gives us all this information whenever we want it. So I think that judge missed the mark because of that like leap in technology in the other direction. So everybody's not dumb. You know what I mean? And so people can get offended when Are you think that, I mean at some of well, that, you know, it has depreciated. But, but look I don't know about that. But it is well it's it's the intent is right, but it doesn't play well because, yes, people are watching attention spans are getting smaller and smaller. And then, and, you know, they're watching TikTok videos and long form stuff like podcasts are still popular, though. So, like, you have this kind of like dichotomy of like, yes, there is a, a short attention span for certain things, but there still is an attention span that can be where you have like, like, you know, the most engaging public figure is like Joe Rogan's podcast that has like 20 million people listening. And that's, that's like a two, three hour show. So it's harder to like pin down the future. Now well, people binge like Netflix shows too. And they don't yeah. complain about well, that. I'll, I'll, let me just say this. I don't criticize the film for how prophetic it's going to be like that film. It'd was, be more funny. It would be more funny if it was on the nose, but it, it would be more off. funny, but you can't like judge if like, I can't be like, man, Mike judge didn't know that 15 years after this movie was made, that it would be like this. Like, I can't criticize that. I just didn't think it was that funny. And I didn't think it was, I didn't thought it was, I thought it was in poor taste and hasn't aged well. I, uh, I, I'm going to disagree. It is dumb. It is dumb, but I, I think it's utterly funny and it's offensive. And it, I think it's a great picture of the time before the internet started to change everything. Like how people thought, how people spoke, 
like you know um yeah if you were smart you're like being a nerd was bad being, well, the, being yeah. smart was bad the whole gist is like if you're the smart kid people would beat you up because you were the smart nerdy kid you were lame because yeah. you were smart uh, and, you know, the Internet has added has, has dumbed down the English vocabulary and added these words and people don't pay attention to what's going on around them anymore because they're all on their phones. Like there's a bunch of things. But Anthony, you didn't think the beginning was clever commentary with the one smart couple who keeps waiting to have a baby. Meanwhile, yeah, I mean, I thought it was like it's <laughs> the on couple. the surface. It is yeah. funny like that. I thought that was funny. But also, like, if you really wanted to dig in and like. I know this movie's not trying to make you dig in, but if you if you want to go in the like, oh, this was such a prophetic movie. Well, the reason that stupid people, quote unquote, have so many kids <laughs> yeah. is because they often don't have the means or the access to like necessary contracep- contraception, um, sexual prevention, um, medication, not medications, but um, condoms, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that it's not really because they're stupid that they're having all these kids. Is because they don't have access to things. <laughs> the guy goes, I thought you were on the pill or some shit. And she's like, hell no. It just keeps dropping babies. I, I mean, mean, it's funny. Like, it, I, I thought about it on the on the surface, it's like, it's just amusing. I just didn't. Go ahead. You guys, you, you, you guys love it. So keep going. I've, well, one of the things that I thought was always great yeah. was that a celebrity became president. And that's exactly what happened the, with Trump. Kind of <laughs> happened, uh, you know, President Hector Camacho. His full name is fantastic. President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho, wrestling champion, ex-porn star, played wonderfully by Terry Crews. I was <laughs> like, oh, my God, that's Terry Crews, the host of America's Got Talent. He's so wholesome on that show. I forgot uh, that he could do stuff like this. Uh, but just the setup, like the way they show society crumbling, like how Fuddruckers it turns into Budfuckers, which is yeah. fucking funny. Uh, uh, he does say, like you said, the English deteriorates into a hybrid of hillbilly, valley girl, inner city slang, and various grunts. And I mean, <laughs> I like grunts. Those are grunt, funny. various grunts, like the hospital, the do- Justin Long's doctor is hilarious. He's smoking a blood and he's like, says here, your shit's all fucked up. It's like, what's up, Essay? How's it going? I did like the I did like the the hospital scene where she's trying to figure out what button to push yes, for this guy yes. and he's like naming naming all these and things she keeps and she's moving just her like, finger. Oh, it's overwhelming, so she just pushes something. Like there are little clever moments like that, I'll give it that. The fact that Brondo, this corporate sports drink company, has bought the FCC and the FDA and replaced water with Brondo everywhere. And that's why they can't figure out the plants grow like that shit is funny. And they just keep repeating the fact that there's logos, corporate logos everywhere. And they're all like the president, vice president's like brought to you by Carl's Jr. I got to say that. <laughs> well, yeah, another thing is that like people just and nothing that's happened is that um, people just start dressing very, very casually. Yeah. Like everybody's in pajamas. Yeah. There's no. And like, that's happened. Yeah. Like that's happened. Like people just go out in sweats all the time. There's no like, formal wear <laughs> anywhere. Like they like I would never in my life uh have gone to like a, a white tablecloth restaurant in sneakers and sweatpants but people do it now. <laughs> they do. That's they they, they there's no and there's no compunction about it. it. That's fine and I'm not like you know judging it but I'm just saying like the, the back in the day back in those days it was just like, yeah, you didn't do that. There was like dress codes to go to like certain clubs. You couldn't even go in. You think about like shoes in, the, on. in the 30s and 40s, people wore suits to go to like a baseball game and hats and ties and like right. they had to wear a suit to go anywhere. And like now we've come to this. 
Uh, a couple other details about the future that are hilarious. The number one TV show called Owl My Balls. Number one movie <laughs> in the country. It's just called Ass. And it's just a shot of someone's ass for like three hours. Farting. Yes. I did enjoy that when the Owl My Balls guys brought out to sing the national <laughs> and anthem and then someone jumps out and kicks them in the balls. The nuts. I like when they're walking through the Costco <laughs> oh, and the, the thing Costco. Costco's huge and you could get your like you could get your fucking your your, your degree there. Peter goes, yeah, I went to law school here. <laughs> yeah. You can take the shuttle. I like money though. Well, I <laughs> like money. Every place had some kind of like uh like hand job or yeah, some kind Starbucks of like sexual gives thing. hand jobs. He's like, I don't think we have time for a hand job right now, Joe. Uh but the hilarious thing is like all the, the the these corporate logos, the companies let them use them in the movie, but they didn't know that he was just gonna well, fucking make fun of them. See, that's the thing. That that the reason why some of this stuff doesn't work is because like in the in the nineties into the early two thousands, sex was so big as far as actually fucking people is was like you know, like like there was por- the the porn boom, the stripper boom, where people were like it was just like in everyone's face all the time, and now, um, and even during those days when there was something like kind of like AOL online dating, yeah, like people would never sink so low to go on online to find a date. Now, people not only are online finding dates, like, no problem, but they're actually having virtual relationships that where they never actually see each other, never ever actually fuck each other. So it's completely different. It's like we're almost in a sexless society. It's a pseudo pseudo sex society. Yeah, some things went a different way. So like it's like weird to say, oh, or you you'd walk, but if things were going the way that they were, yeah, you'd walk into a fucking Starbucks <laughs> and there'd be fucking porn there <laughs> or something. I don't know. Like it was just going in that direction. I love how Rita gets the guy to pay her just to wait. He's like, I can wait so good, baby. I'll wait till tomorrow. She's like, I'll you're on the clock. I'm, one of my favorite visual gags is the billboard for cig- the cigarettes, and it says, if you don't smoke tarlatans. Fuck you. I just love how just profanity is just normal everywhere uh, in commercial advertising. There's a masturbation network. That's another great line where he goes, go away, Baton. Yeah. So like <laughs> that's kind of off, too, because instead of being in a where like you say whatever you want and no one gives a shit, like now you have to watch every you watch yeah, everything you said because, the, you know, there's every, so many things that you can't say. But that joke is like in that future, everyone is just an asshole, right? Everybody's yeah. an asshole. There's no sense of decorum. Uh, I do also love the concept of in this future, you just have to lie to people and they just take you at face value because everyone is so dumb. Like his escape out of the prison. He just goes, oh, actually, I'm supposed to be getting out of prison today. The guy's like, go over there, dumbass. You're in the wrong line. <laughs> And he just get like you just lie to You're anyone. Too dumb to outsmart people. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. I mean that's 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 stuff. I mean that that's that is that was. I found that to be entertaining. I mean, the liberal use of how he speaks being FG. Yeah, that they use that that's, a lot. That doesn't aged very that well. Was, I mean, I was and that didn't, and that wasn't great even at that time. Right. Yeah. I mean, the liberal use of retarded. I was just like. <laughs> This is movie. Yeah, but people didn't care. That's the thing. Yeah. People did not care. Well, in that, the I know least. that. But what I'm saying is, he was he was predicting that this was how that it was going to get worse. Yeah. And, but we did get more PC instead. Yeah. That is one of the things that went. Yeah, it went the other way. Not everything, but a lot of things did. I don't uh, agree. I don't agree I, that I will, much of anything will, went, have, went the way I, you think I, it went. I will cite some things in a little bit. Well, I think this is this is what I I do kind of see. I there is a. 
we didn't lose into intellectuality. Uh, we, the essence of being like intellectual is like to actually have like your own thoughts and to, to kind of be able to be think critically about things and have something to say. And people do, but I also think that a lot of that is programmed as well. It's, it's programmed, uh, intelligence. So it's like, it's a, yeah, you're, you know, things, but you only, you know, things that you, that are kind of forced onto you in, in a way or, or, or bombard, you're being bombarded with things that you don't even know if, it, you know, like w- what to trust. Like there's so many people that are arguing all the time. Right. Right. And there's like a whole wave of people that think, you know, uh, vaccines are fucking going to kill you or blah, blah, blah. You know, you know weird, <laughs> whatever, or, you know, all these conspiracies, right. There's all, so there's, there's clearly like, people who think that they know shit that don't know what's going on. So um, it is. So we're not dumber in the fact that we could, you know, it's just a strange way. I could see how it's an insulting to somebody like now to watch that movie because we're in a completely different place right now. And we're far away from this kind of future. So it's insulting. You're like, Oh, this is what you think the future is going to be. But I, I can also see that. Um, th- there is some truth to the fact that uh, people who are generally um, more kind of conservative or or not conservative, but like more cautious about like uh, their careers and more kind of like have less kids. And so like there, there's some truth to that um, whether they have access to all this stuff, whatever, whatever, so I do, I do think, okay, there's going to be, there's different things that he was hitting on and that were, that were, that were on, but like, there was also places where he's completely off. And so it's kind of, it's kind of rough because the jokes are more funny when they're, when they're true. Right. And so that's what, I, that's where it doesn't age well. It was funny. I thought it was way funnier when it came out than when I watched you know, it this I, time. I will kind of agree to that. I, I guess yeah. I could I could see myself thinking that that if I watched it at the time yeah. that it was like a genius movie. I thought it was brilliant. But then watching it again, I did feel like some of it didn't age great, but you know, the performances Luke Wilson and Maya Rudolph are they're they're funny. Dex Shepard as Frito is hilarious. Uh but there were parts of it that yeah. The movie I mean the movie's not really Here's the thing about the movie. It's not really centered around amazing performances, awesome plot. Right. It's really centered around the gimmick, it's a, right? It's kind of a one-note gimmick that's repeated the, over and over again. Right. So it's yeah. a centered around the gimmick of the future is stupid. Look how dumb it's gotten. Welcome to Costco. I love you. But if you if if you don't find it if that if that premise isn't all that funny to you, then the movie for like for what it was for me, then the movie kind of fails because there's nothing else to it to fall back on. Well, it's it's crazy cuz like we don't really realize that the invention of the internet and all that stuff cost more people to read. Right. So more people are reading like you'd find that literacy was down before people are reading on their phones, even if they're reading like text messages. So it does. It did completely like it's so weird that that one little thing changed so many things. More people are reading. But I would also argue because of the Internet, you don't need to know how to spell anything. You don't need to have to remember any numbers anymore. 
but just reading period i mean you're not reading books you're not reading yeah, fucking shakespeare what you're but reading, you're reading like period. it's some you know if you read like not the best grammar a lot say you find the blog and so that's gonna oh, yeah, bring everybody pe- down also just watch people write stuff on twitter wrong all the time right. so and that then that becomes like vernacular and uh becomes part well, like, I, I, you- would, I would say if we're getting like into like this debate of of humanity and what this movie which i don't think this movie's that, that i think that's one of the issues i have with the movie is that everyone equates it to like this prophecy of what happened and it's like no i don't think that was like i think he may have had something to say about the time that we were in but i think he was just making a fun movie like and so like okay so now if it's like this pro- prophecy of like what humanity would have been or is going to become if you want to look at like the history of humanity there's nothing to suggest that humans were getting dumber if you look at 2000 years plus of humanity yeah. we've only gotten smarter throughout the years well there that's not true actually um there was the the dark ages and the medieval ages when intelligence went all down we had to rediscover after thousands of years all of these secrets that and and all it took was one religion to be spread out throughout the world yeah and that was very restrictive and 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 very much like you know up got thought that anything that was scientific was against god so yeah we 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 had a uh this we had this great run for a while and then we went for a few hundred years into shit and those were not the, the best times to be around so i think that it's cyclical and i think that there is going to be another dark age but we've managed to avoid it because of you know technology because i think it was going in that direction but then the fact that you could just carry a computer in your hand yeah i mean like, we're, we're all everything. cyborgs now we have yeah literally are attached to the internet yeah I mean, it's done so many things. It's like you spread out culture. Um, you know, it's given people voices that didn't have it. So it's got all these things. And and it did make people more aware. That's when the wokeness started to happen, where people started to wake up to certain things. So, um, yeah, so it did kind of we it, were able to avoid that kind of dark age that we thought was coming. Is this a um, political movie? Would you consider this a political movie? Well, speaking of politics, you see the Fox News ad on there. Well, that's you know the funny detail <laughs> in, it, is that every logo from corporations has been slightly modified, except the Fox logo is still the same. Yeah, but still what's, what's even better same. though yeah. about that is Fox produced the movie. Yes, and Fox also did make the movie. So which is either they're just poking fun of themselves, or like they just let Mike Judge run with it. Yeah, Fox News yeah. hasn't really changed. You know, it's kind of it's exactly the is same. Is it a it's political survo- movie? Yeah, would you consider it a political? No, uh, I not I don't know. I think that Mike Judge likes to like um like I think everything that he does is based on stupidity. Like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, it's a su- utterly stupid and hilarious. Yeah, so like Beavis and Butt is about like looking at the world through the stupidity of them. Yeah. And you know, kind of making fun of people through them. And um same thing with Silicon Valley. He's making fun of smart people. Right. And like, you know, how stupid they are, that there's stu- like the utter stupidity of that. So I think that if you look at Silicon Valley, he's pretty much vindicated his whole thought process on this because they tried to like say that Mike Judge was into eugenics because of what he said about, uh, you know, people who giving birth to more people right, than right. You know, other yeah, people. I can see that. But he's and, just making uh, a point. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. It's really weird. Even like the rehabilitation bit at the end, it's kind of like a a wrestling event or kind of like being blasted on social media publicly now equivalent, you know? Yeah, it was, I think it was like harkening back to like the Coliseum. Yeah, I think they were going like more, gladiators. more with the Coliseum. But you you got to giggle at the phallic monster trucks. And uh, yeah. I, I, I did enjoy supreme. the gigantic monster truck not being able to get Can through the entrance. Through? Yeah. It's like, oh, too big? I guess it was too big. The ass dozer uh, <laughs> with beef supreme. You know what's funny about that guy? You notice how he didn't have any lines, beef supreme? You know who that is? Who's that? That's one of the brothers. That is a it? third Wilson brother. This is oh, right. Andrew Wilson. Yes, Andrew Wilson, brother of Owen and Luke. The reason he didn't have any lines is he didn't want to have to get a SAG card, a union card for this, because he had just helped his brother Owen through some depression through his life caused by the Screen Actors Guild or something. And he wanted to work with his brother, but he didn't want to give SAG the satisfaction wow. of joy. So he's like, I'll do it. I don't want any lines. So yeah, th- thus he's just pointing and pretending wow. not where to go. I feel like I've seen him in other stuff, though. He might have done other things later, but that was, yeah, that's Andrew Wilson. Oh, wow. And here's something I did not even remember. Do you know there's a post credit scene at this movie? No. Do you know? Guess who pops up? Fucking Upgrade, Rita's Pimp. Remember, she's like, oh, 500 oh, years, sense. Upgrade's going to kill me. So they cut back to another pod, and the pod opens, and it's this pimp, it's Upgrade, and he comes out. Oh, shit. And he's like, I'm going to find her ass. And he starts walking away. Look at, I was like, oh, it. my God, I didn't even know that this was in I, I thought that that was a joke that they left on the <laughs> yeah, table. Yeah, what about Upgrade? Uh, my favorite, the two things that I thought were funny was when, uh, the guy's car is getting like fucking set on fire, and he's like cheering it on. He's like, "That's yeah. your car!" He's like, he's just so psyched like, to yeah, see violence, shoot you know? It, shoot it! <laughs> and then the, the crowd forms around them and starts cheering. The, and when he gets when he gets his uh, tattoo, oh yeah, not sure. Him, so. I'm not. No, my last name is not sure. Okay, not sure. <laughs> and he gets tattoo. Why well, you know have a tattoo? Uh, fucking Justin Long. There's uh, so many moments that I love. I and uh, you know what? I, to be honest, I will say I kind of enjoy talking about this movie maybe more than watching it again. Like, it makes me laugh more well, I, talking about it. I remember when I first saw it, I thought it was hilarious because I saw it in 2006. Yeah, yeah. And um, I remember talking to somebody about it, like, maybe, like, a few years ago. And they checked it out. They're like, that movie's crazy. Like, I can't believe that you like this movie. You know? And I was like... <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but whatever. And now I want, you know, now I I get it. I get why that reaction happens. So. I mean, it's akin to kind of like a brave new world or a 1984 dystopian future kind of thing, you know? So, <laughs> it ha- I mean, it's a stretch, but it has some li- literary value. Okay, here, I'm gonna, let me just cite a couple of things. You tell me if you agree or not that this movie predicted. We mentioned we had a certain president. That was a lot like Hector, Herbert, Mountain Dew, Elizondo, Camacho. Right. <laughs> there has been fast food in the White House similar to what, this movie, right? Oh, right. Such a stretch. Uh, okay. The police, <laughs> you did see some hyper violent and aggressive policing like you see in this movie where they just blow everything up immediately and, and just, <laughs> they just show up with rocket launchers. They just like pepper spray you for saying nothing. Yeah, uh, there's a TV show called Wipeout. You ever seen this TV show have, Wipeout? I've heard about it's it. It's yeah. very similar to Owl My Balls, Bec- or just the fact that the internet just people getting hit in the nuts, like fail army and shit like that. Well, I mean, 
I'll counter that. America's Funniest Home Videos was the precipice of all this That's stuff. That's true. That was that is true. way before any of this thing. That was man getting hit in the groin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people, people, like, people like seeing people get hurt. It's a oh, funny thing. Listen, ball to the groin will never not be funny. It's all. I don't care who you are. It's always fun. Nut, nut shot is a dick kick city is cool. Yes, great. Nut shot is always good. Uh, <laughs> people, you know, people now are distracted by their fucking phones where they will step out into traffic and get hit. That's something that seems like could happen in this movie. Did, wait, that happened in the movie? No, but it happens in real life. But it's akin how did the to, movie predict that? Because everyone is just glued to their seat. I love how Frito's reclining chair has a toilet right there. He That's takes funny. a shit and he watches everything right there. Well, they 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 suck through a tube and they eat goop. <laughs> yes, they, it's like they eat some. Like, I think goop it's like I think finger. it's like popcorn goop. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give it this. You can keep going, but I'll give it yeah. this. There's funny little things in there. I just didn't find the overall movie to be all that funny. Okay, but keep going. On the so predictions. Mitt Romney famously said, corporations are people, and we've given corporations the rights of people and people and brands and corporations and people. The lines have been blurred to where you don't oh, even yeah. know. So I thought, well, like, like Facebook, yeah. the overreach that Facebook has now, yeah. or whatever you want to call it, Meta has now yes. is ridiculous. And um, so that's very much like, Brondo, like taking over water. Yes, you know, you know that's the one thing that hasn't happened is that sports drinks didn't entirely take over the game. We got an influx of like kombucha and healthy. No, actually, actually the opposite happened is now there's a lot more healthy sensitivity stuff. around healthy yeah. stuff yeah. and and what's in those sports drinks. So that's one thing that didn't happen. But you know the barcode that everyone gets and you like use it to pay for things and you scan it. All right, let's hear you, this. You could go to an Amazon grocery store right now, fully automated payment. Pick up things, put it in your bag, scan your shit. It might as well be tattooed on you, your QR code, and walk right the fuck out. Automated payment, just like they have in that. But how is that stupid? It's not stupid. It's something the movie predicted. Get out of here. That's a stretch, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's something that I think. Okay, okay, here's something that ties into COVID. A couple of things that tied into like COVID. The only restaurants that survive, similar to 500 years in the future, are these large fast food chains they're the only ones available to survive and it may be brothels and brought they turn on the brothels but it may be like if we, if it gets bad again it may be the only food left is there's only well, there fast is, food well there is a uh you know the main street like uh you know mom and pop places are dying out exactly these big box places are, are taking it's only over. gonna be mcdonald's and you know there's food deserts in areas where there's only mcdonald's to get food i mean the costco like like there's places in like rural, like upper upstate New York, took and New over Jersey, the whole city where all they have is a Walmart. Right. And that's everything. They right. go there to do everything. That's where they buy their beer. That's where they fucking buy their prom dress. That's where they buy everything. Speaking of wall Walmart, the Brondo corporate takeover Brondo and the water fountain is very similar to what you saw with Walmart, uh, promoting COVID tests with a sign that's like sponsored by Pepsi. Get your COVID test here at Walmart. While you're buying Pepsi, I'm like, if that's not fucking idiocracy, I don't know what the fuck. Is. There's things that are kind of along the same lines. I said, as I said, Mike Judge, you know, he got the the a sense of what what's going to happen. The, the corporate like takeover of everything, the brainwashing is still there, like or, or d- dumbing down, and is not exactly like how. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff where like where like businesses and Corporate and all that stuff is way more in our lives than they used to be. 
I mean, the English language has kind of been decimated. You guys, you can't, you got, you got to agree. You got words no, I like don't agree with that amaze balls and YOLO and they added dough every, to the fucking every, dictionary. Every generation has had its slang and every generation yeah, prior true. to that Kids has are said the same. Short, but every generation think- prior to this generation has been like, look at the way they talk. This is going to be the downfall <laughs> society. It's the same I do shit. Think, okay. I do think that there is more of a, um, there's m- there's always been this, but I think it's very uh, hypercharged nowadays is to burn everything old down. It should be burnt. Like, <laughs> like and I think, oh, okay. Because that comes with the idea. The idea of burning everything down is like this idea that whatever we did doesn't work. So we have to fix it and, and redo it. But the thing that you, nobody ever thinks about is that people have been on this earth for like, hundreds of thousands of years, probably with societies we don't even know about that have come and gone and they've tried everything. And there is a constant that continues. Right. So like, I'm like, they've tried communism. They've tried all these different ways of doing things. Right. And so they didn't really pan out. So they've tried utopia a thousand times. And like, this is as close as we've gotten. It's not saying we don't have to like tune it up. Yeah. And like, fix it up but to burn it down doesn't really make a lot of sense and start over from nothing apparently there is a fellatio cafe in switzerland is there yeah, it's <laughs> not a starbucks but it's switzerland so i know. would have figured that would have been like amsterdam yeah that's something that i mean amsterdam has a lot of these uh red red the red light district is reminds me a lot of this and then the last thing this weird thing he uh, unintentionally made popular but or th- thought it was going to be popular somebody had brought a pair of crocs to the set they had just come out that's the i did notice the guy was wearing crocs everybody's wearing crocs and mike judge when he saw these shoes he's like these shoes are so dumb i have to put them in this movie there's no way this is going to be popular and not two years later fucking crocs blow up and they're still i was in the mall the other day there's big crocs everyone's wearing they're still super popular so like (laughs) he unintentionally called when i first saw them i was like those things are hideous yeah he's like these are ugly and dumb and of course they're going to be huge I'll agree with you. Those are ba- those are terrible looking <laughs> shoes. Anyways, Fox agreed with you too, Anthony. They didn't want to promote this movie. There was no marketing for it. Uh, they were afraid of what the sponsors were going to say when they saw it. It's very it. offensive. There was well, no wait, wait, trailer. Wait, preface, preface. They would. I don't. I don't know how it would have felt in two thousand six. Right. Uh, right. Didn't, but I. At this point in my life, I'm like, yeah, this is It not is that a movie that it completely hits differently back then than it does now. I will give you that. I felt that. Uh, but uh, you know, the movie like don't look up that came out recently kind of reminded me of this movie a little bit in the same way. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just ignorant about climate change and they refuse to, you know, acknowledge a comet that's coming when they could see it. And they're like, there's no comet. There's no asteroid. It's a whole, (laughs) uh, so, Oh, uh, and the Crocs thing was also went even farther. They did a, uh, promotion with KFC where they had like fried chicken pattern on the Crocs. I'm like, that's idiocracy in a nutshell. (laughs) <laughs> fucking crocs and kfc okay so look i think let's end it with this i want you to rate it and i think i know your answer to these questions anthony is yeah. this is this movie deep or dumb and does it hold up i think i already know what you're gonna say <laughs> uh dumb to me doesn't hold up at all and uh, was actually was like very un uh un- not unhappy i was just very disappointed because i really liked office space by mike judge and i liked some of his work yeah, you know, in, in other things he's done, and you would hype this up a lot. So I was like, man, why am I not laughing as much as I thought I'd be laughing? And I, I mean, like, Office Space is a better movie, I think overall. I think Office Space is just much more relatable. Yeah, 
right? Like it, everyone's kind of knows of or has been in an office, although that might go away now. And yeah. Did you want me to rate it, you said? Yeah, give me a rating. I mean, it's not complete shit, so yeah. I, I would go like five and a half out of ten. Okay. Whoa, that's higher than I thought okay, you were. Okay, that's I think, fair. I, I thought there was some interest. Like, if anything, I, what I would say is they had an interesting sandbox, and I just yeah. didn't think they played as well in, in it as they could. I thought I thought there was more to be mined out of it just than just like the stupid things that they did. Okay, that's fair. I can see that watching it now. You know, it's that I think that's very interesting. Um, Rugs, what can you say about this movie now? Give me well, a rating. I f- I feel like I liked it a lot less than I did when I first watched it. Um, and I think I had seen it maybe in between some at some point in time, but I remember I didn't even watch the whole thing. I just kind of like. Got went to certain parts I thought were funny, and I didn't really because I was like I already know how this goes, and it's one of those movies that once you've seen it, like you, it's all the, all the jokes are spoiled, and um, yeah, there isn't like that great comedic timing because in this movie everybody's so dumb right. that they don't even have timing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of like not there. <laughs> but I do really think that some of the stuff was kind of prophetic in certain ways. And I'm glad also, I'm very, very happy that we didn't go in that direction. I'm happy that we took a turn in another direction, but now we have a whole host of different problems and someone should make that fucking movie. Um, <laughs> it's called Don't Look Up. Because there is an idiocracy going on. It's just I mean, not that, this that one. That term got coined and used a lot, especially in the last like six years. Like we have so much dumb shit going on, but it's just That's what I'm saying. Like he predicted like half of the shit that happened. Yeah, but, all, it's a, but a lot of it. but it's like it's disguised. Yeah, it's like it's that's not blatant. Like they, he went into blatant stupidity. Like we are a fucking caveman. We're reverting to being caveman. Yeah, I mean it's Mike Judge though. Like like you said, it's Beavis and, and now we're actually not even we're we're we're, we're trying to escape humanity at this point. Right. We're trying to be be beyond human. So that's a different whole different direction that we're going in. We're trying to go to fucking fucking Mars and shit. So it's not as clever as I thought it was was when it first came out. Uh, I did find a little, even though it was, it was edgy for its time. And now it's like beat. Now it's like, like you, you can't really yeah. justify a lot of the stuff in this film. Um, I'm going to give it a five. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I thought you, wow. I do like, but I do like some of the things it's like as a movie, I think it's a five, but there are things that are in this movie that will always make me laugh. Like the fact that, like President Camacho, just the whole performance by Terry oh Crews is God. hilarious. He's shooting a gun in the House Man, of Representatives. basically said it's a movie. Yeah, it's just a movie. And um, wow, I thought you really liked it the same way Imran liked it. Well, I maybe I time. did before I watched it again. Okay, and then I was like, oh, it's not as like it would have been cooler if he was more on target or or he. I don't know if it was deeper. I guess it was very surface level. Yeah, and I was I able to that. see that. But back at that time. In the early 2000s, and even in the 90s, you just wanted to be irreverent. Yeah. You wanted yep. to just say, fuck Shock you value. to everybody. Yeah. yeah. You just want to say, like, whatever you want and just get away with it. And that was the cool thing about that time. But now we're not in that time. So it's hard to, like, get into that headspace again. So it's weird. Uh, look, I'm going to say I kind of <laughs> agree with what you said a little bit, Rugs, because, yes, it was a movie. Like I said, it hit differently back then. And rewatching it again uh, was I didn't get that same feeling. Like I almost enjoy just talking about the clips and thinking about it makes my eyes water. Right. Just talking about <laughs> it with somebody who's seen it. We just start laughing like idiots. But then watching it again. 
Some of it doesn't hold up. I think it's in between deep and dumb. But talking I, about ass the movie, I'm, yeah, like I'm, like when I like ten years ago, ass the movie would I, I would have thought it would come out like like that's where you know we're what going. Else in I that learned direction. about that whole scene is he uh, went to a reform school and got a bunch of kids to sit in the audience, right? And he was thinking about how do I direct them to just laugh at this thing. Turns out. Once he threw the actual ass footage up there, he didn't have to tell him anything. Those people just started giggling and laughing, and it, they just started laughing. Like, they were legitimately laughing and ass and ass farting. I mean, are we surprised by this? We, we no. have a person that does a fart joke by the end of every That's, show. Oh, we're going to get to that soon. That's right. <laughs> That's, speaking again, of ass. Never not funny. Ball to the groin and fart jokes, never not funny. But I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I still think it's a ballsy fucking movie what he did. Like... To, you can never make you this can't now. make this now. And oh, what's no. weird is a, a few years not, later, not in this tone. You'd have to change it up a little bit. Would you be game for it, Anthony? Like a kind of take on the idiocracy that we have right yeah, now? Absolutely. It's don't look up. Watch. Don't look up. That's what that is. It's a modern day idiocracy. Yeah. I, 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 again, I think I just when I watched it, I was like, this has not aged well. Yeah, but man, watching discovering this movie in like 2006 on DVD, it, you thought it was the fucking funniest thing. And my memories of it were that it was the fucking funniest thing. <laughs> I still love a lot of the gags and a lot of the jokes, uh, but it definitely felt different. And it was just a little, yeah, it was uh, some of it did. Let, let me ask you one question, Imran. Yeah. If I would have come out been like, I love this movie. Do you think your opinion of this, would you have given it a higher score? Because it seems like we no. we lowered your score. Here. No, no. I did feel watching okay. it again that I was like, something is off. Like, it, I, it, it, but it's, what about Airplane? It reminded me of Airplane. Like, Airplane's also kind of tasteless, <laughs> foul humor, offensive. You, well, I think, but the jokes are tighter on Airplane. You know what yeah. it kind of reminded me of? Yeah. It's not, it's not held in the same esteem at all. But it reminded me of watching Animal House for the first time as, yes, as an adult, where sure. I was like, "Whoa, this has not aged well, and this is very <laughs> juvenile, and this and this is um, like it, it." I don't know if that like I didn't know if the, when I watched that movie, I was like, "There's not a lot in this movie that's making me laugh." Yeah, but that movie's but the past I give Animal House is what that came out what thirty or almost fifty yeah, years early ago, early eighties, yes, early forty years ago. Yeah, I, whereas this movie, I'm going to judge a little more harshly because. Although 16 years is a long time. Is it that long? I mean, we just did Bad Boys 2. That was three years earlier. And it had kind of the same kind of un-PC shit in that movie. It was still yeah. apparently in vogue. And people didn't care. Yeah, the two, early 2000s were... Uh, it was like late 90s. Yeah, it was over. a weird time. Right? Wasn't that weird? It was the last hurrah of just irreverence. Yeah. It was just sex. It was, um, you know, as I said, it was, it was, just, it was just about being irreverent and... Um, like language and Howard Stern and porn and uh, porn stars, like, you know, like all that stuff was like you were watching uh, the beginnings of reality TV, the beginnings of like things where like TV, like there used to be in the eighties, you had to have a TV show. You couldn't just film people and people would watch it, you know? And now that's all we do. We watch fucking TikTok videos and, People like on YouTube with their channels and stuff like that are just talking to a camera. So to me, Anthony, it's one of those movies I go around quoting all the time. It's just oh, it yeah, comes heard, up. It I've comes, heard you bring up idiocracy all the time. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. It's like it comes up in life because the concept of it was the fact that someone could think, oh, we're going to get to a point where we're going to have celebrities be president 
and people are you know <laughs> going to just be dumb. I mean, every time I go to Costco, I say out loud, "Welcome to Costco. I love you." Like you have to. How can you not? <laughs> and I'm always walking around going, "I like money, though. I like money." <laughs> There's just so many things you could quote from this fucking movie. Water, like from the toilet. It's got electrolytes. It's got electrolytes. I find I find Office Space to be more quotable. Office yeah. Space is also very quotable. What but does he, it just say? You do. <laughs> it seems like you've been missing a lot of work. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, <laughs> and, but like, but that's what Judge does. He has he does great at these little quotable, memorable lines. I still like it's. I I still really enjoy this movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I'm glad it exists. All right. Yeah. There's a there's a space for everything. There is a space for everything. All right, and now is the space for our fart joke. Let's do some news from the nation. Trenton Smith. Wonder what Trenton Smith if he like. I bet he really liked it. T Smith. I'd be curious. Let us know your thoughts on why you picked this. Thank you for picking the movie Trenton Smith and yeah, for being for your, uh, your contribution here. Thanks for being part of the Patreon fan club. Uh, fart joke incoming. News from the nation. <laughs> It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> See? The quick one. It's never. <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. That's one of those where you like you, you didn't mean for it to come out. <laughs> There's a jump scare. Yeah, the, ju- the jump part. Where you're like, oh. Or when you're on the toilet and you're like. It's about to all come out, but you just it, the fart comes first. It's the preemptive, yeah, the preemptive fart before the before the floodgates open. Yeah, yeah. See, idiocracy was or right. sometimes, or sometimes <laughs> you think you have to shit, but it's just the fart. The fart, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the last week we did uh, Bad Boys Two for Roberto Rivera Patreon movie pick, and at the end, Anthony, you had asked him, let us know why did you pick this movie. And he lets us know. Roberto says, thanks for reviewing my movie choice, guys. Why Bad Boys 2? This was my favorite movie as a teen. It was my introduction to hip-hop, cool cars, action girls, comedy in one project. As a 13-year-old, I was just amazed so much awesomeness could be stuffed into one movie. I remember walking out of that movie theater just in awe. It felt like if they made a Grand Theft Auto into a movie. Uh, And then he goes, I've watched it as an adult, and it does run a little long. But as a 13, 14 year old kid, this was the best movie ever. Thanks again for the review. It was great hearing you guys riding the edge of saying the movie sucked, but also discussing all the great things <laughs> it actually did. He, see, he gets it. He gets it. 13, 14 year old me would have loved that movie too. That's made for 12 year olds to 14 year olds, that movie. That was, that's yeah, Michael Bay's wheelhouse. That is. That's yeah, his target it audience. still needs to lose about 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> he knows his target audience. <laughs> Uh, Blake Braden has a great question. I got a couple of great questions I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on in our from our nation. He says, he asks, what's a bad movie that has a great soundtrack? It's a great fucking question. You guys think about it. I'll give you some of the nation's answers. Blake, Do people consider Rocky IV a bad movie? Uh, I think so. I would say it has a very good soundtrack. Yeah, one of the the I say the Rocky movie with the James Brown song is also a good soundtrack. That's Rocky Four. That's four. Yeah, that one Living definitely. Yes, definitely. That is in that category. Okay, so let's read some of these. Blake out Braden put down Flash Gordon because that was all Queen, mm-hmm. Queen music, right? John Campbell says End of Days. That's a Schwarzenegger movie, right? Okay, I don't know what's on that one. Lyle Pringle has Rock of Ages. 
Lyle Pringle, that's the new one that entered the chat. Yeah, that's here. a new guy. You left a how you doing, Lyle? Nice to meet you. Are you yeah. do you own all of the Pringles or just like the sour cream and onion Pringle <laughs> family? I don't know. I'll have to find out. Just one Pringle. Just one Pringle. Yeah. I put in Judgment Night, which is a horrible, that's a good one. horrible that's movie a great with a one. fantastic soundtrack, a hip hop and alt rock metal sure. bands combined. Jamie Robinson says the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You got Meatloaf? Okay. I suppose. <laughs> William Salgado. Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. What was on that one? Oh yeah, there's a <laughs> there's only one song I can think of, and I, if I if I tried to say the words now, it would be very offensive because I don't know what they're saying in Japanese. I see. <laughs> okay, what language is it in? Oh, it's in Japanese. <laughs> I believe there, yeah, there's a okay. There's, yeah, I can't. I could I could recreate saying that like 10, 15 years ago. I could recreate saying this like in two thousand six when uh, when off it when off uh, idiocracy, idiocracy came. came out. <laughs> <laughs> Back when you could, could say not those do words. that now. Yes, uh, uh, Chris Marin has Batman and Robin. That did that, that have the seal song on there? Kiss from a rose, or was that no? Was that that kiss from no? Kiss from a rose was that not Batman? Was that return? No, that was bat. That was forever. That was for that was for oh, that was forever. Not Batman and Robin. What's on the Batman what? and Robin soundtrack? Andy puts down Godzilla. I don't know which one. The 2014? The American version, the first one. Oh, is he talking about the one with P. Diddy, uh, Puff Daddy? Yeah. Time? Come with me. Oh, that's right. Um, that's yeah. a, I mean, I like that. The It's uh, it's Puff Daddy with... Um, fuck, now I got to think. Look that, sh- look that song up. But there's a good uh, guitarist. This is from the Godzilla, the Godzilla? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Let's see. Is it Slash or fucking Tom Morello? Jimmy Page. Oh, Jimmy Page. And, oh, that song. I remember that. And P. They're Diddy. recreating the 1975 Led Zeppelin song, Cashmere. Oh, this uh, this had um uh, Wallflowers, Heroes, Come With Me, Jamiroquai, Rage Against the Machine, Ben Folds 5, Foo Fighters, Green Day. That's a yeah, pretty good that's soundtrack. That's not bad soundtrack. Uh, we have Jeffrey now says Queen of the Damned. I'm not sure what's right. on that one. What's on that one, Rugs? Do you know? Nope. <laughs> and then Bruce O'Hughes <laughs> has Angus, which I'm not. I have not. I got two. Okay, what do you got? And I don't know what's on them. I just know that they were soundtracks that I bought, and uh, I don't know why. Spawn. Oh, the what's a, oh the Spawn soundtrack? They have hip hop on there. Uh, I, I don't remember. There's a lot of metal on there. And oh, uh, Mission Impossible Two. Oh, okay. And I don't think it's a bad movie. It is kind of the worst Mission Impossible movie though, but I still love it because it's John Woo. I got a couple others. Anthony, can you think of any? No, I was just going to read. I don't even know some of these songs yeah. offhand, but the Batman and Robin okay. soundtrack. Some okay. of the artists, Smashing Pumpkins is oh, on it. Nice. Oh, okay. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Nice. Oh, shit. Uh, someone that's in jail currently, R. Kelly, <laughs> R.E.M., Jewel. Oh, Jewel yeah. Dolls. Those are all big names. That's, yeah. yeah, that's of the time. Well, at the time, I mean, got to remember mid nine. like these, even though we, we make fun of them now, these Batman movies were... They're Gigantic, huge. They're yeah. huge money makers. I got a couple others I found on this list that I agree with. Saturday Night Fever had the Bee Gees, and that oh, that's oh, a great. Yeah, that's the title cover. track is great. All the Bee Gees songs are great. Um, you can put. Oh, but that's a good movie. Is it though? I mean, it's yeah. it's, a, it's okay. Oh, it gives you a really realistic picture of Brooklyn. You know, I work so hard on my hair, and you hit it, and you hit it. Yeah, <laughs> you hit my hair. <laughs> Fucking Travolta, Al Pacino, Attica. I would put Attica. up in this category any Prince movie, like oh. Under the Cherry Moon or Purple Rain. I mean, Purple sure. Rain is nostalgia. It's not the greatest movie, but the soundtracks always fire on any Prince movie. Uh, you could put in here also. Last Action Hero comes up. I, I don't remember what's on that one. Reality Bites had a great, like, alt-rock angst 
soundtrack Gen X of, oh, of the day. Reality Bites and Singles had two Singles good was sounds. another one. Singles is a good movie. But Reality Bites had that Lisa Loeb song, remember? Stay. You say. Yeah. What about a Karate, Karate Kid Part 2? Oh, what was on that one? Glory of Love by Peter Cetera. <laughs> oh, that Glory of Love is a good one. Yeah. I can't think. I mean, that's the only song I yeah. think of from that soundtrack. Okay. That was a good. That was a great question, Blake Braden. Let's move on to this next hypothetical question that also break your head. I want to know what you guys would answer to this question posed by Justin Zwerner. Would you rather live in a 24-hour time loop or be the only person on Earth? Oh, shit. That's not even a question. Well, really? No. What, yeah, what, I, what I is think your this answer? Is, this is not even debatable. I can argue both ways. What? Okay, Ruggs, what would you pick? 24-hour time loop would be the best thing. Why? Because... Like you could literally do different shit every day. You could get yourself killed. I guess it wouldn't matter. Like kind of like yeah, a you would just day. wake up again. Palm you know, you, you could get you. You don't have to worry about condoms. You but know, there'd be no predictive. <laughs> there'd be no spontaneity. Everything would be predictable. No, no but you could work that system. But you could you. But the thing is, any progress you made if you're trying to do something all gets reset at the end of the fucking yeah, day. Yeah, but but you, you would over. know. You would know the progress you made, so you could already like could build the that. system even more. Uh, yeah. I think this is not even a debate. Really? I mean, if you if you like human interaction at all, twenty four yeah. hour time loop is is. I mean, it's just like a video game at that point, right? You just you're respawn. Just, I mean, by the end of every day, you're like, okay, like I know the end, how it's going to end. Am I? I'm going to try to be a millionaire today. Tomorrow, I'm going to try to fuck. Pamela Anderson, yes. 75 year old ass. Like, you're just going to, like, do everything you've ever wanted to do, and you're going to be able to reach, like, yeah, this doesn't seem like a debate at all. Well, here's what some of our listeners thought. I would be, like, the best criminal and just try and get away with it every time. That's the thing. You could be, you could be the best criminal, and then after two years of doing that, you could be the best something else. Here's the thing. What good is it being a criminal? You stay, steal a bunch of money. Uh, next day happens, you got to do it all over again. You don't have that much. It's for the thrill. thrill. Yeah. What, what are you going to do as the only person in the world? Listen, um, there's a movie called uh, 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 Boss Level with Frank Grillo doing the exact oh, same Palm thing. Palm Springs. There's tons of movies. There's also this movie this called movie. Edge of Tomorrow, which we revealed. <laughs> yes, we that was a great movie. Um, so Palm Springs, yeah. Here, here. What okay. you, what, wait, give me the, give me the, do you have any, what's the appeal the for the last person for on Earth? Last person on Earth, you could do whatever you want. Uh, no. you don't okay, have you to do deal that in the 24 hour time loop. All right. You okay. You don't have to deal. I, mean, I don't know. You don't have to deal with annoying. You can move around at least and not have to be in the same place over and over again. It wouldn't get stale. Like, and you can actually progress and, uh, uh and advance things. And but it's maybe be miserable. At some you point, could, though, you could, you could live wherever you want. You could check out. A, you could go to another part of the world. But and, at and, some uh, point, as the only person in the world, you're going to have to. Unless you're just naturally like a farmer, you're going to have to start sustaining things. I guess it depends if you're introverted or extroverted also. Like you're going to have to maintain the grid. You're going to have to like, or you're going to have to make fire. You're going to have to like, you eventually fire. you're going to run out, like the animals are going to die. You're going to need to do that. Now who the, are you going to talk to? You're going to start talking to a goddamn volleyball with a blood hand. Blood, yeah, you set up a couple oh, of fucking with a, uh, with a blood print on it. Talk to yourself. I don't know. I, I, I just don't see this as a debate. Okay. Okay. So. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Maybe I don't have an argument. Somebody does have an argument for uh, last does. person on Earth. Yeah. So Chris Marin said 24-hour time loop, definitely. John Campbell, 24-hour time loop. Jess Rivera had a few questions, and uh, we figured out from Justin that in this future or in this last person on Earth scenario, 
there is no power, but you do get a dog. That's after even he- worse. After hearing that, Jess Rivera goes, drop the bomb. Me and my pup going to see the world. It's even worse if you have no power. No power. It's cause, So it's kind of like a Walking Dead apocalyptic yeah. future. Uh, Daryl K. Time Loop. John Bellotti Jr. says, only person on earth. Do you know how much art I can get done like that? See, there's a, if you're an artist, <laughs> there's an argument for people. Leave you the fuck alone. Okay, sure. You can make sculptures. And then Blake Braden has a thought about this. He said, definitely last person on earth. There's no progressing or any feeling of accomplishment. Anything you progress in within 24 hours goes away after 24 hours. Plus, I already talk to myself, set up a few mannequins, have some conversations with them, live somewhere new every day, play golf anywhere I want. As long as I have goals, uh, I feel I'd be odd. So it does give you the chance to have goals. You'd have to be a very like intrinsic person because you don't you have the goals but you never would be able to, be able to share those accomplishments with anybody you'd have to be a very crafty person though too like you gotta know how to live in the woods and shit yeah you'd have to be super introverted about your you goals the fun the fun of your goal accomplishing your goals is not only you accomplishing it but being able to share that you accomplish sure. those yes goals. I, I think i would be able to do it only if this is this is the uh the stipulation that there is a self-sustaining grid and I have access to all the entertainment and everything that we have right now. Oh, I like that. I, I can, like that I last person. Okay, so if we're in your scenario, Rugs, I would just like record a podcast every day, put it out to nobody, just to feel like I'm doing something. Well, I would watch every movie yes, that I never watched. That would be great. I would watch everything that I could watch, you know, whatever I want, and I could play video games i could do all that stuff read all the comic the, books you ever see, wanted to read yeah i would find that i would watch a movie if i was by myself and i was watching movies it'd make me more depressed <laughs> remember people i'd be like i can't do <laughs> but then any of this. i also would think that there's you know we have access to artificial intelligence that you could have conversations with oh as well. if there was power then you could definitely be a so that's the third scenario last person on so earth you would go with you would AI. Be like you would be like i need to find the ai so i can go full demolition man and have sex <laughs> By just putting on this helmet. Yes. Yeah, you. As long as you have like technology, <laughs> seashells. I don't say I could hold out more. Oh, you I could probably last like two or three years. Yeah, I, like I think, maybe. Like I think I, I would commit suicide within like a week if I was by myself and no one was no one else around. I, I think I would get. I would go crazy, and within a couple of weeks, start seeing things, and like it'd be really fun. Yeah. Really, people uh, definitely want the twenty-four hour time loop. That's the winner, obviously. But uh, actually, closer than you thought. You would think, though. Yeah. There's there's arguments to be made. Seems like this is more of a debate than I would have imagined. Right, it's great, great question, Justin Sawyer. I I love to hear the nation come up with more questions like this. Thought questions. These are I love these when the guys post when you guys post stuff like this because it's just always fun to answer them. Uh, Let's finish up real quick. What are we watching, Anthony? What? Tell me about this '80s uh, uh, journey you're going on. What do you? I don't know what's going on with me. What are you watching? I feel like I've transformed into 1984. All like just the the toxic masculinity that <laughs> that is the eighties, and now yeah. I'm just loving it. Yeah. So yeah, I've watched two movies besides Ram- for Rambo: First Blood, which I've already put up a Patreon review for. I'll do two more at some point this week, hopefully. But I've watched for the first time. I've watched Big Trouble in Little China. Nice. And then I rewatched Beverly Hills Cop last night. Oh, that's a fan. That is. Does that hold up? That's. I feel like that holds up. Beverly Hills Cop is still a fucking awesome movie. That is a, such a funny movie. But it's, Great it's action. Eddie Murphy is like yeah. amazing in that movie. Yeah. He's so good. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China is an interesting fucking movie. It's wild. Yeah, it is wild. It's like, it's 
kind of in on the joke. Like it, it definitely is in on the joke. It's trying to be like Kurt Russell is basically a buffoon the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. That being said, I just it found it to little be a little too wacky for my taste, but I did appreciate what it was going for. Yeah, it's really wacky. It's, it's not like wacky. anything else. Yeah, it's a fucking wacky. Yeah. I mean, when you got like an abominable Chinese snowman monster yeah. coming out and all. I mean, it's like, yeah, I was just like, whoa, this is. This is definitely like tr- smarter though than you would think. Like it's, it's just, it's an interesting movie. I w- I didn't I didn't completely expect it. Yeah, it's definitely one of the classic eighties. Classic they're both, they're 80s, both good. Although, they're yeah. both. It's it's no. Now you gotta watch top. the Golden Child. Oh, that's I've Eddie seen Murphy. the Golden Child. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a very long time. Because that's the only thing I could comp- big little little big trouble in little China. I keep saying. <laughs> And the Golden Child, I feel like are like kind of like almost bookends. Ah. I think they came out the same year too. Yeah, probably. I think so. Or they might have. Yeah, I think they came out. You got like the American buffoon, mm-hmm. like Eddie Murphy. He's an idiot in, the, in that movie, but he's great in that movie too. The Golden Child. Rugs, what have you been watching? Rewatching. Oh, I watched uh, the first two Lethal Weapons. Look at this movies. guy. He's on the path too. How do those movies hold up? Well, because we were talking about Lethal Weapon, yeah. I'm like, man, it's been the longest time since I've seen the first yeah. one. I'm like I barely remember it. All I remember is um, Danny Glover just like being like the way he he runs in that movie. <laughs> like he's like so lanky, <laughs> and like he's like I just remember like oh my I, I, Mel Gibson's running a lot in that movie yeah. too. He's always running on cars. Yeah, he's, he's going for the running Olympics in that movie. Yeah, yeah he's. I thought that Tom Cruise ran a lot, but Mel Gibson. The, Early in his career, he did some miles. You know, you know so, what's a fun fact about that movie is, I believe Danny Glover is forty in that movie, but he's playing a fifty-year-old. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? What the fuck's Mel Gibson. Gibson? Is looks like he's almost fifty, but he's playing a thirty-year-old, and he's actually thirty. Uh, yeah, oh, people wow. looked older than people, they should. They, have. They aged up Danny Glover to like fifty in that movie. But there was right. just something about in the 80s that like a 20 year old looked like a fucking 35 or 40 year old for some reason in movies what, what and did, TV shows. Did you think it was good? Still holds I up? I feel like I feel like the first Lethal Weapon is actually a pretty good movie. OK. And I feel like the second one is better directed and has a little bit more punch to it. Mm-hmm. But this, I don't think it's as good as a movie uh, as the first one. Better, so better action, maybe. But then the first one's actually. Yeah, I, movie. Th- I think the first one has more substance or heart. Now, having yeah. watched, oh wait, you haven't seen Bad Boys in a while. But I was going to say, having watched Lethal Weapon two, it's basically the plot's been stolen. Oh, yeah. and it's Bad Boys. Oh, oh yeah, 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 hundred <laughs> percent. The weird thing was the whole thing about I forgot about uh, Murtaugh's daughter. Yeah, how she was a plot point. That's a and weird then, one. Yeah, that is really fucking strange. That's what? oh, that was the other point is. So Eddie, she's playing an eighteen-year-old, I think. Oh, right. But she's actually like twenty-six in the movie. Okay. Like as a, a real actress. Yeah. And then, but then, Mel Gibson's looks forty, but he's a thirty-year-old. So like they, there's like the romance between them is there. It's awkward. But it's awkward because she's playing a sick. Like she's supposed to be a teenager, oh, and he looks old as shit. <laughs> oh my god, that's like <laughs> Bad Boys too, sort of. There's that, sister. and then do you remember? Uh, did you catch the scene, Rugs, when uh, when they? when they greet him happy birthday while he's in the bathtub. Oh yeah, that was weird. That's weird as shit, right? <laughs> but that people used to do sh- like in I think in uh yeah, there's different cultures where it's cool to be in the bath with your dad. <laughs> he just hang out of the bathroom while he's taking a bath. In what world would any kid go into the bathroom knowing their dad is in the tub and be I like think happy that he, birthday? I, I remember watching like 
Japanese movies where they're all in the bath together and the whole family. What? Yeah. It's a cultural thing. In my neighbor Totoro, they they do it. Yeah. I I guess Riggs uh, or Murtaugh had a little Japanese in them. Remember they had Turkish baths (laughs) and stuff. They just bathed together. It's fine. (laughs) I just, yeah, there's some uh, bathing uh, rituals. But um, what else was kind of interesting? Bomb in the toilet scene. Is that from the first one? Yeah. That's great. (laughs) Is that the first one? Yeah, that's the second one. Oh, that's the, the second, second one. one has every. They do a, like a, a little bit too much in that movie. There was like a lot of shit going on. When does Joe Pesci? When does Pesci join? He joins in the second. No, one. he's in the second one. Yeah. He's right, he's right there. They got the house on the stilts there. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, the house. Bell Gibson has sex with a woman, and then she dies immediately. Yeah, yeah. She's in the. They, they throw her in the water, right? Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. Those, but they yeah. still kind of hold up, or what? Um, I think that they're fun watches. I think they're both. Definitely fun watches. I I do I do prefer Tango and Cash. <laughs> I do. Wow, I do. that's a wild movie. I think that's they're more funny. Be, yeah, I, I I I have to say it. I like you know. I just I like Mel Gibson, but I could hear his Australian accent coming out mm. like a lot. And um, yeah, the, his characters weren't very well. The characters weren't as well developed as I thought. I mean, like there was like this uh, this idea that he's suicidal. Yeah, that part was uh, and, good. I thought he did a good job with that. Be crazy, and that he was like mourning his wife yeah. and whatever. And so that was interesting. And once that kind of the threat of that went away, that he became less interesting to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it does go away in the later Lethal Weapon films. They get they really get away from the suicidal yeah. Riggs stuff. Yeah, then they get Rene Russo in there, oh, yeah. right? In the, yeah, in the next that's the third one. one. And then they have Jet Li in the fourth, fourth one. one. Yeah, yeah. I love those Lethal Weapons movies. It's it's weird to like revisit those because I don't. I think they would have been held in higher esteem if Mel Gibson didn't go down the path he's gone. They didn't get all crazy, right? Where like I think those would be more revered, but they're they're not as revered because <laughs> I think like that. One of my favorite things about the the, the Lethal Weapon movies is that they never address. Why Murtaugh's house is constantly under construction. Yeah, like, that's like, hilarious. Like, Here's the yeah. Thing. It's always uh, <laughs> construction. That's right. Like, they show up and there's just like a huge hole in the kitchen. And, like, you don't know why. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, the only thing I could watch this week was I like, binge season two of that show Upload on Amazon. How was that? It's actually it's a delightful show. Very clever premise where you get uploaded to this world after you die and your consciousness is there and there's like a mystery uh it's greg daniels created who did the office uh the office and parks and rec so i I, was really good short half an hour episodes only seven episodes uh and it was good robbie amell is actually pretty good i was surprised i saw the first season i'll watch second season's pretty good and then last thing out this week put on your radar two things halo on paramount plus are you looking forward to this rugs I'm going to watch it. I don't know if I'm looking forward to it, but I'm watching Yeah, I'm going to check out the first couple of episodes. I've heard mixed reviews. Like, it's kind of generic, but it's, like, solid sci-fi, but kind of generic. So, and apparently Master Chief takes off his helmet, like, a lot. So. No. Yeah. Don't be, it's not, it's different than the game, but it's, it's based on the game, but it's not the game. That's what I've been reading, but I will that check it out. That makes me have a tear. In my yeah. Eye. March 24th. That's this Thursday. And then Anthony, this Sunday is. is the Oscars. March 27th. Oh, shit. Uh, with We're mo- not going to talk about with it. With movies nobody has seen. Nobody cares. Does anybody care? What's funny is I listen to, so occasionally I'll listen to an episode of ours from a year ago just to do like oh, a little air super check. super into it. I, and on the one exactly a year ago, we did a whole breakdown of the nominees and all the movies that we watched. And I you were really so into it. it. And now... 
Nobody gives a fuck. Well, th- that's the thing. This is the thing. If you've already, if you've, you've probably learned this about me. Yeah. I get super into something and then yeah. I drop it. I really don't give a shit. Yeah, that yeah. happens. Yeah, that now, happens. I'm, now I'm on the 80s path and, and there's no taking me off that path fuck for a while. the Oscar bit. movies. Yeah. I'll I'm, be watching. I'm, I'm going to throw on another 80s movie after we're done. All right. Well, which one is it? You know, I'm yet? debating between, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm leaning towards right now uh, Top Gun because I've actually, I don't remember ah. if I've seen Top Gun. I've seen it, but it's been so long that I don't Fucking remember. That, that Mav, the new movie still isn't out yet. It's supposed, it's supposed to, to come be out, out this like, year. Supposed to be out oh. like five years ago. Yeah, Top Gun. Uh, yeah, right. still. Would you consider that an eighties action movie? Absolutely. All right. Sure. Cool. What? It has to be an eighties action movie yeah. for me to well, watch. You got it. you got topless dudes playing Polly Paul. You know. Speaking of uh, <laughs> rewatching, I I listened to the rewatchables episode of Batman. I, I listened to oh. that one too. Yes, I did like that one. Was it good? Yeah, I thought it was good. I think we should do that. It definitely learned a lot of shit. We should review that movie too. That's, I, that's, I like the way they. I like the way they without plugging them too much because yeah. we kind of do the same things. But yeah. I like the way they format um, some of their categories and stuff. I think yeah. that's kind of fun. Most rewatchable scene and stuff. Yeah. Rewatchable. I like the stuff like what's aged the best, what's oh, aged right. the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recasting people. Yeah. Those are fun, fun little thought thought conversations. Yeah, to have. it's a good show. That was a good episode. I'd still love Batman eighty nine. All right. Anthony, you watch Top Gun. Rugs, tell the listener where he can they can find you online. You can find me online at Really Rug Boy. Come follow me. All the follow stuff me. we talked about, listener, are in our show notes. Jockinair.com slash 427. We'll get you there. Check it out. Subscribe. Support the show. Share the show with a friend. Anybody who still thinks Idiocracy is a brilliantly prophetic movie like <laughs> I do. Still a good movie. Let them know. Share the show. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. I stick it up my asshole. That's from the movie Ass. The clip. Oh. Fuck that show. Oh, fuck. Jock and Nerd.